Hello everybody and welcome back to the Dugout Podcast. It's Cal here today with the boys, Benny, Skash, Jackie. Here to talk about some football, game week three in the Premier League. How are we feeling boys? Interesting week of uh, fixtures here, wasn't it? Mm. Mm, yeah, good. If anyone is wigging out, like who's the new guy? It's just me, I've lost my voice. So. <laughs> 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 but um, let's just start off with um, how are we going, boys? How's everyone feeling? Good. Good, good mate, good. A bit tired, but, you know, here, yeah, ready to rumble. Yeah. Been a big week, the end Coffee. of our football season in real life for us. Yeah, mm. yeah, true. So we get a bit of a break now. I think we all stayed up as well to watch uh, one of the games last night. Yeah. I think Jackie stayed up for the 12 o'clock games. Jeez, you're crazy. a savage, mate. I am silly. Um, <laughs> silly boy. Yeah, we're all running off a, a small amount of sleep at the moment. but And a lot of caffeine. Yeah, we'll get through. We power through it Sunday. So, happy days. Like I say, my football season's still going and I've got a massive day today. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling all day. <laughs> you're a crazy Get that coffee up you, mate. You'll oh, feel much yeah. better. I've got a syringe if you want to inject it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. <No. laughs> All right. Real after, world after. football then. Tottenham versus Wolves was the first game of this week. Yep. yep. We all had it in Tottenham's favour. I don't think any of us saw us go in the way it did though. No. No. It was a... I watched... Yeah, I, I remember watching this game. It was very tight. I thought actually Wolves were the better side to be honest. I was a bit disappointed by Tottenham. They just did not link in their front three really at all. I thought Kulisevsky was definitely the best of the front three. Some was super quiet. Mm. Um, Kula was just doing his normal thing. But I think um, he was he was struggling because Emerson Royale wasn't offering a lot. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just think they, they got it done in the end, which is a big three points for Conte. But yeah, that's Kane for you. He, he just... Provides that Yeah When you have a striker like Kane Yeah It's much like Jackie was saying At the start of the First episode of the podcast That Son has these quiet spells I think yeah, we are definitely yeah. Seeing it again He doesn't Seems look like Hasn't scored Right of a spark mm. Yeah and She was saying that He has like a season Where he kills it Yeah and He drops off Like goes a bit quiet And then comes back Yeah It's almost like Well the league is Obviously physically demanding It's hard to Go, go again and go again Yeah Which <laughs> bringing it back to Liverpool, but we had a big season last season, struggling this season so far. Well, yeah. Unless you got Salah. Do, 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 do. Oh, man. But oh, yeah, no, man. no. Uh, <laughs> on, on Son, yeah. yeah he, um, yeah, showing again. Have a bit of quiet, yeah. But he still contribute, though. Mm. Perisic looked good to me. He was um, yeah, like, very direct. Very impressive. Yeah. Got, got down the wing, put in some ridiculous balls. Mm. It's good um, seeing this transition from like a full blown forward to now playing more of like a yeah. like wing back. That's yeah. a Conte influence. He takes yeah. a winger that he likes and he goes, You're gonna play wing back for me. It's what he did with Hudson Adoy. Yeah. With Marcus Alonso, he pulled him back and pulled him into that wide spot. Yeah, because he's doing it uh, into Milan too. Perisic. Yeah. The Conte effect. He grabbed mm. him there and he thought, I need him at Tottenham. So Victor Moses to a lesser extent, maybe. Yeah. But he was still good. He definitely did. Chelsea, yeah. 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 Um Wolves on the other hand, I thought were very unlucky. I thought they played really, really well. Um, and they've been a bit of a stinker. I think we all can all agree. Yeah. At the start of the season, none of us have really enjoyed watching them. And they haven't really been that good. But I thought against Tottenham, they were. Um, the new signings they brought in, Mateus Nunes and Gonzalo Guedes, 
yeah. just fit like yeah. a glove. They just yeah, both they, work so yeah. well it, in their system. Absolutely yeah. shocking we didn't mention Guedes last week when yeah, we were talking yeah, about Wolves because that deal was done and dusted. But yeah, I love watching Goncalo Guedes. We, we did yeah. bring it up after the potty, didn't we? Yeah, we, we, we were yeah. like, shit, yeah. we didn't mention it. As we were watching the game in the group chat, like, you idiots, yeah. we all suck. <laughs> but yeah, he's a pleasure to watch getting involved. It'd be good to see him go on this season and start to contribute a bit more to the goals that Wolves are desperately craving at the minute. Because yeah. Wolves actually have like an exciting team. It's just getting that gel back together. I feel like after the Jimenez injury, mm. he kind of got lost a little bit. But yeah, like I think if they find their stride again, they, are, they can be quite an exciting team to watch. Yeah, when the goals start flowing for them. Again, they're very much similar to Brighton and they create a lot of chances, mm. but just have nobody to put the ball in the back of the net. Yeah. yeah. I think Guedes could be that for them, yeah. to be honest. Most definitely. Um, it will be interesting to see if they lose Pedro Neto because there's a lot of rumours of him leaving yeah. before the window shuts. Yeah. Um, and I think I think he's going to be a big one for him this season if he stays. Um, also, I was super impressed with Nathan Collins, mm. their centre-back yeah. from Burnley. Wow. He pocketed Kane for the majority of that game. Yeah. Mm. Um, and Kane's not an easy player to, to play against. And I think he's very young too. I, I might be wrong in saying, but I think he's about 20 years old, yeah. Nathan Collins. Um, I did see a clip of him getting taken to the absolute cleaners by Richarlison. Yeah, he got megged. Twenty-one years. Um, yeah. yeah, he got megged by Richarlison late on. Yeah, and that was I. I watched that whole game, and that was one of the first mistakes he made. Mm. He just he sort of let him go, and Richa- but Richarlison looked good when he came on. Yeah, he did look sharp. Looked um, up for it. And I didn't know this about Nathan Collins, but he's he captain Stoke at eighteen years old. Yeah, really. Yeah, they were talking yes. about it during the game, which is pretty crazy, but. Mm. Wow, yeah, that's nice. Exciting yeah. stuff for Wolves, I think. They, they got mm, a, yeah. a good young defender there. It definitely shouldn't be demoralised. Obviously, they're a team that were pushing for European football once upon a time, a few seasons ago, but they've managed to hold on to their big players. Like you say, Pedro Neto, Ruben Neves. There's yeah, he's, news that he's going to get a new deal this window when he was supposed to come to United. But he looks had, so good, too. Yeah, plus they had like transition the managers in that period, too. Yeah, um, gone through three managers. They go managers. through all the managers. Yeah, so since... Um, yeah. No, before him, fuck for his name now. Nuno, Nuno. Espirito yeah. Santo. Yeah. Since Nuno left, I think it's been a bit of a transition for Wolves too. Yeah. So sure. Yeah, like I said, predictions wise, we all had it in Tottenham's favour. Scarce, you had it 3 0. Jackie, you had it 3 1. Benny, you had it 2 0. And I had it 3 1. Mm. Good start to the week. There for we us go. Boys. Great well start for us all. Crystal Palace versus Aston Villa. This mm. was <laughs> the podcast. I'm going to call it the podcast derby because yeah. the, two teams, <laughs> the two teams we argue the most about. Yeah. Um, never yeah, in my life. More about this in Liverpool, you know. Yeah, <laughs> never in my life have I realised I am actually a Crystal Palace yeah. fan. Um, I will be ordering a Wilf Zaha home shirt. <laughs> what game this was and what performance yeah. by Wilf Zaha. And more importantly, Eze. Eze yeah. is a mesmerising player yeah, to Eze watch. Is a I love watching him do his craft. There was two or three times where he just picked the ball up and he's like, watch this, idiots. Yeah. And yeah. he takes half the Villa team on and he either gets fouled or makes a brilliant pass through. Patrick Vieira is doing wonders with this Palace team. Yeah, It's very impressive to watch what he's doing. 17 shots by Palace too. Yeah, they were so dominant, so good. Zaha looks so composed. Again, another... Fantastic finish from the outside of the box or just inside of the box. But that exact same... He looks sharp. The wide shot. And he got right inside of Emmy Martinez's head. Yeah. Like the penalty he scored, mugging him off immediately yeah. after. Like, you love to see yeah. it for the Palace fans. Well, Martinez does that to 
most penalty yeah. takers. Yeah. He, he gets in their head sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah, it was great to see Zaha back and firing yeah. again. Do you reckon that's the Vieira mentality rubbing off? Oh, yeah. That's Vieira through it. I don't... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, just on as a... Um, yeah, like, every time he gets the ball, it's like what you said. He's just like, watch this. And yeah. he just... He's able to stretch the game so easily, it seems. Yeah. Who's that? Just by dribbling, is that? Yeah. 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 Like, he just... It's really good to watch, actually. Yeah. Just the way he dribbles. It reminds me a little bit of Yael Torre, how he used to dribble. Mm. Like, it, it looks so effortless. Yeah. But he's just chewing up metres. Yeah. 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 Similar to watching Pogba for me. He yeah. just, like... Where, where <coughs> When Pogba used to do those mazy runs where he just, like, sort of just... Drive through midfields. Yeah, that that's similar to what Eze does. But he's, I think Eze's like a little bit more nippy, a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. A, lot, a lot prettier of a footballer for me. Well, his, his background is indoor, so he plays cage it? football in London. Like, yeah, a London right. boy. He grew up in the cages playing small, <laughs> sided games like that. So when he dribbles, he's dribbling like he's on the small pitch. Yeah, okay. It's and you tell like he's so close contact, and Keeps he, he makes close. it look so effortless too. Yeah. Um, big one for me is I really want to see Zaha continue this form because I've never seen I've never seen him this sharp. Yeah. Ever. He like he's he's always level. been good and he's always had bags of talent and he always even when he's in his purple patches where he produces ridiculous stuff, he's mm. never looked this sharp. He looks no. stupid sharp at the moment. And he looks switched on, he looks fit. Yeah. Like usually there's an injury or like a bit of a concern with his shape and how he's firing, but he looks professional. He looks ready to go. Yeah, a big. I think he, a big thing, a big problem for him has always been those types of finishes where he gets through one on one, and he always has to just pick a corner or something like that, and he's a bit wasteful with it. And this season, like he had one chance against Liverpool, buried it, and that's not a. That was not no, an easy that finish. Was a crazy that was yeah, a no. joke of a finish. It's a very similar one against Palace. He scored, and and then the the penalty as well was it. Was it similar? It was against Villa, not against oh, Palace, because he didn't score yeah. a massive own goal. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, my I bad. Think, yeah. Did, did Zaha <laughs> pick up a little injury in that game? Because I th- thought I seen mm. something that he wasn't playing. He went He went off 82nd. I could be wrong. I can't wrong. remember if he played. I, didn't, I don't remember seeing anything yeah. about an injury. Yeah, For context, viewers, we uh, are filming this the n- Sunday yeah. morning after all the Saturday games. We won't mention them in this podcast, but... Yeah, I can't remember him playing against City nah, this morning. That's why I, th- I didn't. I didn't see anything either. But he, yeah. yeah, I didn't see his name. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he would have played surely. Uh, yeah. like, yeah, he's he, he he's been he's been killing it. So it's not like he'd be dropped for the City game. Yeah, yeah, he didn't play for City. So. Yeah, Zaha is just keeping consistency. Mm. Yeah, it's the main thing for him. He just needs to keep <clears throat> his form up. But I feel like now he's probably got the best manager he's ever had yeah. in a Palace team for Zaha. In mm. terms of mentality, I feel like, you know, obviously Roy Hodgson is such an old school type yeah. of manager. Having someone like Vieira, who's just a fucking a mentality monster, yeah. I feel like that would be a shit ton of um, good for Zaha, but also the rest of the team. Yeah. That's always been the issue with Zaha, is mm. consistency. Everyone knows, like, he can turn it on. Mm. Just keep consistency. Predictions? Well, touching on Villa, how absolutely mm. boring they Do we were. have to? Because I think it's pretty obvious how in the bin they are. They're shit. Honestly, they, they did not look up for this game at all. Um, like no. Their big player, Coutinho, was quiet. Well, the first five minutes, it's like, fuck, 
Villa might actually get two goals here and just try and sit, but no. you can probably, see this straight away. No. They just fucked them. Probably a big reason Coutinho was quiet is he didn't play, but... My bad. It was a week ago. <laughs> no, he did come off the bench, but... I was going to say, when um, he was on the pitch. I remember him seeing him when a few times just pick the ball up and lose it. Yeah, yeah. when Deer got the pick over him. Um, but yeah, I think pretty standard for for the, the Villa side, you know, the, the sort of opening three games. That's how they've looked to me. Yeah. In every one, they've just looked... They One thing they were really good at last season was being up for the fight. Like, they yeah. they just, you know, scrap out results. And they just aren't doing that this year at all. The big Matty Cash, again, was another one who was quiet. Yeah. He had a couple balls that he got in the area, but mm. they just... They look like they're lacking that bit of spark, that bit of fire. Um, yeah. Yeah, they definitely are. I don't know how they're going to find it, I guess. Yeah, this is going to be hard. This is, this is a big thing for uh, Stevie G. Like, I know we joke and stuff like that, but this is a... This is a mm. big thing for him. He needs to turn this around quickly. Otherwise, yeah. he will get in a, in a position where I think the, the Villa board will get rid of him. I'll start questioning him for sure. Yeah, because there's not... Like, they've poured money into this team. They've given him a lot of coin. Mm. And if he doesn't start producing... Yeah. You know, who, who have they got this week? West Ham. West Ham, yeah. That's a tough one because West Ham need a win too. Yeah. And I think West Ham get that done. You know, West, West Ham definitely more, more of a culture team than Villa in the league. They're and West Ham... Are, off the back of winning yeah. in Europe. Europe League. Breaking through to the Conference League. Yeah, they've had a shit start, though, like, to the they league. Have, but yeah. they won 3-0 comfortably away. They had their new big boys, Corne, Skamaka firing. Yeah. It's going to be a tough one. Was that yeah. Skamaka's first goal? I think it was, yeah. yeah. been interesting in the game, though, because both desperate for a win. So yeah. I feel like it'd be a yeah. good game yeah. of football to watch because, yeah, like I said, it's going to be attacking, like, yeah. I don't think either team can afford a draw at this point. No. no. Villa, Villa, Villa have Arsenal the week after at the Emirates. So they yeah, need that's tough. That's tough. Tough, tough. Um, yeah. So predictions. Predictions for that one. Uh, Scarcity, you had it 2-1 to Aston Villa. <laughs> Jackie, you had it 1-0. Yeah. Benny, you had it 3-2 to Fuck. Crystal Palace. Yeah, I was And close. I had it 2-1. So final score was 3-1 there. No exactors on the week, but... I was less optimistic for um, that <laughs> <laughs> Next game, I think we'll breeze through it we'll because it, it was a bit of a dead one. Everton, um, Nottingham, both look rubbish, both disappointing. The good thing about Everton is now he's turned a striker, like obviously post this game, but yeah, Neil Morpay. Yeah, it's just some competition for Gordon up there. Obviously, Rondon's not going to challenge him week in week out. DCL still injured. That's just I want to touch on quickly. This is a bit different from the game, but. Fucking, what was it? Like 60 million, 70 million for Gordon, Chelsea want? Is the reported offer that they're going to have? That is stupid. I wouldn't even pay 15 for him. No. Nah. <laughs> Agreed. Like 60 mil. Agreed. I mean, there English are, tax and a number 10 tax. Yeah. yeah. It's a <laughs> knee jerk reaction to someone who was a youth breakthrough last year. He's yeah. coming this year, and Frank's gone, all right, son, look, you were big bollocks for me last year. Take that number 37 or whatever fucking. Kit number he had. I'll give you the number ten. You're going to be involved this year. Um, and Chelsea are just going. Well, he looks alright. Let's take. I don't understand Chelsea though because they've got Callum Hudson Odoi sat there who they're looking to loan mm. out when they sign Anthony Gordon. And I much higher rate Hudson Odoi yeah, than I do definitely. Anthony Gordon. Same. So I I don't understand. It's the same with Chalobah. They've got Chalobah sat there. They've just bought Fafana. That deal's gone through. Yeah, that's weird. So and then Chalobah's going to go out on loan. 
Yeah, that's an odd one. Chelsea confused me because like they got so much talent, but they just keep yeah. pushing them out. They've done it, and Tomori, Tammy Abraham, like mm. the only player that's actually stayed and won his spot is Mason Mount, and that's because De Bruyne. He's, yeah, De Bruyne, Salah, yeah. tick him off. Like, I think, so um, many. I think it's it, it's going to be interesting to see. Like, th- this is obviously the start of a new owner for him, mm. um, but the way he's moving. To me, doesn't seem the smartest. Like it, I think uh, Abramovich was ruthless, but he was smart. Like he, like, like obviously the De Bruyne's, the Sellers. Like you know, we all, we all sort of. In give hindsight, give you can look back. And, yeah. yeah, but at the time they weren't at the level yeah. to play. So What's the same with Pogba when we let him go on a free? Yeah, when he went to Juventus for the first time. Sorry. Yeah. And also, fucking like the money he splashed around for the types of players he's buying, like eighty for Fofana, 60, 70 for Gordon. Oh, the only good deal he's pushed through is Raheem Sterling. Those two. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, the no. only good deal is Raheem Sterling. He was 50 mil. Like, how is he yeah. 50 and Gordon 60, 70? <laughs> yeah. Silly. I think he's showing his naivety, the, the owner. What's it? I can't remember his name. Todd Bowley. Well, the difference between him and Abramovich is Abramovich bought in a team and he said, look, yeah. you're, I'm the money pit. You want money? I'm your money man. You go, you find players. It's, the exact thing Man United are lacking right now is yeah. a scouting network. And now Chelsea are lacking that network because yeah. they all had to go when Abramovich went. So now it's just Todd Bowley goes out and he's like, oh, who's, who's looking good at the minute? Oh, yeah. Anthony, a bit of you, Fafana, you played well. Oh, Anthony Gordon, you're playing well. Oh, yeah. Anybody else who can't look around at? And it's not a good. It, it's not a long-term operation plan. And no, the signings no they're making <laughs> are not going to be long-term signings. Like Fafana, yes. <laughs> Sterling, you're going to get three, four, five seasons at push but Fafana's going to be good for a lot of years because he's young yeah. but yeah, Anthony Gordon Koulibaly I think is a good signing yeah. I think yeah. Koulibaly is a, a good one for but him. again you go on FIFA and he's like the fourth highest rated centre back and he was available so he's it's like, got yeah, like another at least like four yeah. seasons <laughs> I don't think that's his reasoning behind no it might not <laughs> it might not be but from the outside it looks he's like right. <laughs> <laughs> it. Plays FIFA. But it looks like it looks like he's gone oh Raheem Sterling I, he's like gone concept player yeah. like I need a left yeah. winger oh Raheem I need a centre back oh Koulibaly is near the end of his deal we'll take him like yeah well there's his scouting network FIFA yeah, yeah. well there you go yeah. I can <laughs> pay him up lads get, well, get EA what they're due we figured him out <laughs> this guy got team of the week looks yeah. <laughs> what's that he scored two goals last week you pull him in oh. <laughs> He's got 92 pace. Hudson the door has 84. <laughs> <laughs> Your defending's higher in this special. Can I play uh, you with an anchor card, please, Musa? Another weird one for me was. Chukumanka uh, <laughs> uh, um, yes. from yeah. Villa. 20 million for him. Yeah. For someone who's never really going to play for him. Like, He's not going to get that. They loan out these young players and mm. stuff like that. Why, why sign him? And also, he wasn't starting for Villa. Stevie, that's why yeah. they got him, because Stevie G was like, oh, probably yeah. might go on loan to a championship. And Chelsea mm. were like, no, we'll take him. That's smart for, for smart business from Villa for me. Yeah. 20 million for a player. Like, he'll be a good player in the future, yeah. yeah. But like he can't even, he couldn't make Villa's start in 11 or yeah. really be an impact sub for him. Yeah. What, what, what's he going to do with Chelsea? Mm. And they haven't loaned him out yet. Like, I, I thought no, for he's, sure. He's in the squad. He's going to yeah. be, part, Tuchel is going to use him yeah, somewhere. That's, that's crazy. Chelsea you know, is really questionable at the moment just by their transfers and how they're going about business at the moment. Like, Yeah, it seems a bit naive to me. But mm. I think... Um, we're going to get to Chelsea as well, by the way. Yeah. We, are, we are also on... We're on Everton, Everton not, not yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Let's go back to so, the predictions. Yeah, the one we were just going to breeze through and we spent 20 minutes talking about <laughs> Chelsea's transfer policy. <laughs> <laughs> Have a bit of conversation, all right? Um, 
we all <laughs> kind of had it in Everton's favour. Obviously, it ended in a one-all draw. So, Scousey, you had it 2-1 Everton. Jackie, oh, you had sure. it 1-0. And Benny had it 3-1 Everton. And I had it also 1-0. That's stupid. Um, Fulham-Brentford, yeah, a game yeah. that I thought we'd just be skipping through, but was a five-goal thriller. Um, I think we can still breeze We can still breeze through it. it Fulham... It looked like a championship game to me. Yeah, it was. It was. It mm. was a good game to watch, but it was a championship level game. Like, Fulham did really well to get the points. Um, Mitro getting a goal again. Uh, Paulinho scoring a really good header. Yeah, Mitro the last goal. minute. Yeah. Um, and Brentford side of things, I think Tony was good once again. He, yeah. he I mean, he started the he, season he super miss. super strong. Um, surprised Brentford didn't get the points. Yeah, super surprised, especially coming off a four 0 battering to yeah. Manchester United. That's the rough part. Like yeah. if, if results this week, which we're gonna get on to, <laughs> had been different, um, you'd be looking at that Brentford team and going, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah. there's no way it should have happened. But yeah, I mean, Fulham scraping it through, showing their survival scrappiness to get in there. It's a big point for both of them. It's a well. It's three points for four. Oh, I thought they drawn it. No, they snatched it. He's on. He's still on Everton Nottingham. Yeah, it's on Everton Nottingham. It's all right, mate. You had a big day yesterday. <laughs> 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 some of us think Catania played. Some of us think Fulham and Bradford drew. You know. We're all friends here. We're all having a laugh. Yeah, it's I'm, um. It's a good thing. That's what this podcast is about. Yeah. I'm just making random laughs. shouts. For yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Four blokes in a room talking shit about games that happened a week ago. I know yeah. football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a. It, it was an interesting game to watch. It's yeah. indicative, I think, of the season both teams are going to have in that they're going to have games where they far outperform. So you look at the Fulham Liverpool game, you look at the Brentford United game, and then there's games where they just settle in, and that's kind of. Their level that they're going to be at, where they're just both scrappy, fighting tooth and nail, and it can go either way. Well, teams at the bottom of the uh, ladder, they don't have like a set style that they're like, oh, but this is how we're going to play this year. No, they're very it adaptive. Yeah, week to week. Yeah, and that's that's why, like, I think that's going back to that Liverpool Fulham game. I'm pretty sure they would have played differently in this Brentford game. And I think Fulham having five points from the first four games is a good start for them. Like oh, the opposition yeah. they've come up against them. Yeah. Just but on on that point you said, Jack, I think that's a that's a um, a big positive for the sort of teams in that lower half is because they adapt to teams they're playing. Yeah. yeah. You know, when you're yeah. a big team, when you're a big club like Liverpool, like your City, like your Manchester United, teams like that, they're expected to set. A, a way of playing and yeah. not change to any team, yeah, and that that can be detrimental to them because teams can yeah. set up like Brentford did against us, and we're trying to play a, a brand of football, and they just set up to to just destroy that brand, you know. Yeah. Even United set up differently against Liverpool. For this, yeah, exactly. For this game, right. And I think that's what Ten Hag is. Before we get onto it, I think that's what Ten Hag's learning pretty quick is that yes, we're a big club, but. You can't, we, we don't have the team to set up mm. a style of play just yet. Not yet, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so. exactly what we argued about last week on this very yeah. podcast in this very room. Is well, that we'll continue on. Yeah. What was the predictions? <laughs> <laughs> predictions for this week. Uh, Scassi had it 1-0 to Brentford. Jackie, you had it 2-1 to Fulham. Benny, you had it 1-0 to Brentford. And I had it 2-0 to Fulham. Fuck, I'm having this really? shock. Really? You boy. both got Fulham. Yeah. Oh, well done. 
So, well you know, some people know ball, some people don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, Leicester versus Southampton at the King Power Stadium. Another eye-opening game, another disappointing one for Leicester, who look like they're just going to continue to disappoint us this season. Yeah. Especially the fact they've now sold for Fana and still have only made one signing this window. Yes. Of a goalkeeper. Yeah, that's very concerning for Leicester. Is this... A dangerous season for him. Is this the start of the topple off? Are they going to start the next few seasons to fall down towards the bottom of the table and back down to the championship, which is not what we thought of a team that won the Premier League not seven years ago now. Yeah. Not right now, but they keep losing players, yeah. Mm. Definitely. You look at the players they've got left. They've got Vardy, who's not far off going. Madison. As we've spoke about, Telemans, Madison, Harvey Barnes, if he can stay fit, he'll get Leading. snapped up. James Justin and Didi. The team they've got is very good and very pickable. And yeah. if they're just going to keep letting them go. Yeah, they've still got quality. Mm. Um, their financial issues must be massive because the fact that they're selling these players for Bitcoin as well and, and not even looking at mm. other, other players, to me, that yeah, they must be in the bin. Well, something time. they've always done as well, they sell for big and somehow create the next... Well, they, they always bring in, too. Like, they sign pretty quick after they sell, I think, normally. Like, they don't sign for big, and they sign... I, I feel like they... Like, they... Um, who's the midfielder they lost? They lost the midfielder, and they bought in... Bubka, Sumare. Yeah. Yeah, Kante, mm. I think. And they bought in Sumare, or whatever his name is. Mm. Um, and he hasn't worked out at all well. But that was a... You know, that was a very quick replacement. They bought in Daco when they lost... Who did they lose? Damari Gray. I think so. Morris? Who have they replaced Morris with? Iheanacho? Uh, I, I think they signed Iheanacho to replace Morris. Yeah. I think it was... But they, like they sign these players and they bring in... You know, they sell for big and they bring in s- sort of signings at a smaller money fee. Yeah. They I don't think they're the well. same quality though. Like Morris in the Archo. No, definitely not. Of course not. But they play, they play well in a system. And, yeah. you know, they so, sold Maguire to us for £80 million. Yeah. They signed in Su- Sunachu. So you yeah, you. So you. So you. Finish that coffee, mate. You'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> Butcher that. Um, uh, James Justin as well. He came through the ranks after they sold mm. whatever the other yeah. one and was. I mean, they are still depleted. They still Chill have Pereira it. on the injury list. The injury list is big, significant. It's not going to be enough to compete because they are in Europe again yeah. this year. Yeah, they need a... They can't... Uh, this is a team that won the FA Cup two years ago. I I was gonna say as well after that result, do you throw Brendan Rodgers in the in the oh in the small hat of managers that could it's, be sacked first? For me, there's a I think there's a list of three. I think it's Rodgers, Gerrard, Lampard has to be in there. He's yeah. he's up there. Like the thing about sacking managers at the moment, they're just so hard to find a new one. Yeah, like if Rodgers goes, like who comes to Leicester? Solskjaer. Really, no. Solskjaer. I wouldn't. No way. That's way too biased <laughs> of a child. Fucking hell. But <laughs> you, you want someone to stabilise the ship they've got. You know, they've got a dressing room that will be very fractured at the minute because they've lost the captain. They've lost big personalities from there. They're mm. going to be feeling downhearted. Like, that's what Oli does. He steadies the ship. He's not going to win you a fucking Champions I can't league. see, like, Leicester's owner being like, let's just sack Rodgers and this guy, Oli, from the United. Let's bring him in yeah. to replace. Like, I think they'll trust Rodgers until he can find a good fit. Yeah, I think they'll just keep Rogers until someone comes I mean, available. Pochettino is also still available. That's a, that's, that's a good, a good shout. Yeah, that's that a, a good shout. Good mm. Yeah, if they want to, if they want to make that next step, Poch is man. Poch is a 
I will say because he'll keep players there too. Yeah, players don't want to leave. Yeah, I will say though, if they're in money crisis, like Poch no, is going to be on no. a hell of a lot more Poch money than Brendan Rodgers. Money at PSG, he yeah. got paid out of that contract, son. Yeah. Money is not an issue to him. If he wants he's to be a top a manager, he's going to come and he'll go. This is my chance. I'm playing in Europe. I've got yeah. a decent squad that should be top ten in the Prem. It's a much better gig than going back to someone like fucking Southampton or another Plus, shit offer from overseas. Like, yeah, like if Leicester in financial hardship too. Like, um, Poch never really is a big spender. Maybe PSG nah. is different, but at Tottenham we didn't yeah. spend the big bucks. Either. When you've got yeah, all that oil work. money sat there from PSG, you're gonna make stu- you're gonna sign yeah. Eric Chupo Moting for fucking twenty five mil. There like. is so many young quality players in the Premier League. You could literally loan on a cheap just until just to get you through yeah. the next couple of seasons. Yeah, I mean, it's it's concerned. But again, take nothing away. Southampton were surprisingly good. Che Adams. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. What a performance. Pulled his fucking finger out. I was talking about it last night as we were watching the game that we're not going to talk about, the United-Southampton game. Their forwards, they've got a a deadly. On their day, like, Che Adams has finally started to find his feet in that Southampton team. Adam Armstrong, when he fancies it, can play a decent bit of football. Um. And they're young, they're young players too. Very yeah. impressive. Very starting to pick it up and move with it. I love watching Joel Aribo. I'm so impressed by how versatile he is in and around the box, especially. He's just such a nuisance. Mm. Um, yeah, it's good. Good shift. Good win for Southampton. Yeah, Southampton, they're like, they're 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 really good at doing what Leicester want to do is selling plays, replacing, and bringing in new plays. Like they're so good at that. <laughs> Like losing Mane, I think obviously, and shit, and still keeping on. Yeah, I think they've done that really well this season. Um, normally, I, I don't think they're that that great at it. Like they, I mean, probably over time they are. Like you, like you said, the Mane's, the the big players they've Schneiderlin, sold to, Luke Shaw, yeah, Virgil. But this this season has been a weird one. Like you never see a team really, like it's 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 a bold move from Southampton. They bought in. Three or four really, really young, yeah, young academy players. players from bigger clubs. Yeah, and they paid big for academy players that have never really seen any first team football. Mm. Like Bazunu, their keeper, they signed for fifteen million pound or something, yeah. something like that, which is a, a big fee for someone who's never played a, a minute in the Premier League. Yeah, um, and he looks good. To be fair, I yeah. think that's a steal. Mm. I think Lavia he is really, a steal. Really confident. Me, for me, the one, the one is Lavia. I think. Well, not the one. I think I think Belakotchup is is, oh, Bella is the one. Mm. He, I mean, nine million pound for that man is a joke. It's more to talk absolute. about next week, but oh my god, he's well, he's been good, good the other the other games. So I think I don't think he started the first game, but yeah, he's been very good. But um, Lavia for me, Different yes, he gets caught on it sometimes, and he's a, he gets a little bit um, caught out with being a bit too lax mm. and. Wanting to play football too much, yeah. But wow, like he just looks—I don't know. It's he, he like he looks like a 30, 30 year old player, and yeah. he's eighteen years old, yeah. And he's he's got all the attributes of a CDM. Like he bullied—I know we're not talking about the United game, but he bullied Scott McTominay last night, which is not an easy one thing. Scott McTominay is good at is his physicality, yeah. his strength. And his his ability in a ta- challenge, like he yeah. just he normally bullies players. Like he bullied Joel Rebo all night. Lavia has one challenge with him, and Lavia absolutely decks him. Like, yeah. and Lavia's half his size. Like, yeah. he's they're a, they're a scrappy young team, Southampton. Like yeah. all their yeah. players, like they're all 
very physically capable. They've done very well in that sense of their recruitment and policy, like we just said, has obviously been go out, get young lads, but not young lads who are like on the fringe ballers who are very technically gifted. They've gone physically yeah. ready to play and ready to step up to that level. They don't have to be the best technically because, like you said, Lavia gets caught, Mara gets caught, like, but they're going to grow into that role. You can develop the technical side much quicker than you can develop your physical side. So, yeah, yeah. the one Ward Prowse to. To do the technical stuff. Yeah. Well, and he's such a great out ball as well. Like he picks up the ball <laughs> in these areas and as long as he gets half second to move the ball out his feet, he gets into safety every yeah. time without even thinking safety. Set pieces, you've got someone who's going to put the ball on a plate yeah. every single time. Like mm. it's so, such a great out to have in that team. Yeah. So Lavia and Ward Prowse together in midfield. Um, we're not talking about it, are we? That was last night. Well, I won't very impressive, yeah. yeah. yeah right. it's, it's hard. It, it's Tune hard in next week. Do yeah. you want to say something? <laughs> I was going to say, like the young players too, like it's it's a positive and a negative because the positive is to get a point to prove. Yeah. The negative is to get a point to prove. Yeah. So it makes them push that extra mile, which yeah. causes mistakes, but it's good because it causes more chances. So well, it's a good and a bad. Yeah. My biggest view on it is that I think they've done it from a money-making perspective because yeah. they're not going to lose any money on those signings mm-hmm. they've made. No. They're going to make, I, I, I would say, 20 to 30 million per player on if those signings. On. Yeah. Which they will. Like I think Lavia, Bella Kochap and Mara, all three of them, I think, will get picked up by bigger clubs mm. in the next two seasons, three seasons. They're all yeah. low 20s, uh, like even in their teens. Yeah. They will do. I guarantee it. Should we buy shares in Southampton? (laughs) (laughs) I was watching it. I was watching it last. Well, obviously the Man United game last night. I was watching it with the lads, and I said, "Get me that Joel Aribo shirt right now." I love him. He's uh, he's fantastic to watch. I didn't realize I'm going to have a collection of fucking Premier League shirts. (laughs) Now that we have to watch it every week, I'm going to have me Crystal Palace shirts and me Southampton shirts. Just have them all on ready to go, and then yeah. when one game finishes, take yeah, it just overlap them. <laughs> Sit there, Come sweating on, me as well. You should move on to the predictions. Yeah, yeah. predictions for this game as we just rambled there. Leicester versus Southampton. Uh, Scarcely, you had it two 0 Leicester. Fuck off. Jackie, you had it two 0 Leicester. Benny, you had it three one Leicester, and I had it two 0 Leicester. This yeah. season and is two one. Yeah, it's hard. They've been make. impressive, Southampton, though. To be fair. Apart from the they're, first game against Tottenham, they've been scrappy. They're gonna. They, we've picked I think them it's to been finish fun to watch. just outside the relegation yeah. zone. I don't think that's a bad shout because obviously, when the games get a bit more congested, it's going to change. But they they picked up points early on. It's been the opposite of like watching the pretty stuff, but the scrappy stuff that they're doing, I I find fun yeah. to watch. Yeah. Bournemouth Arsenal. Bournemouth Arsenal. Um, what can we say? Open and close, really. What a performance. Yeah. Individual performances by the big players still. Not going to lie, I want a Jesus shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm not buying one because I'm still on the boat that Arsenal stinkers. <laughs> yeah. What a player. You don't Jesus. like Arsenal. But honestly, that we were talking about it before the pod. Gabby Jesus for the first goal. Oh, my God. Mm. Plucks the ball down nice. from the sky, contested. Yeah, takes three men out of the game, slips a reverse pass through to Martinelli, who has a shot, and then Odegaard finishes it off. Yeah. Martin Odegaard stepped the fuck up this season. He's yeah. taken that armband. He's taken everything that goes with it. He's done the opposite of Harry Maguire. He's gone, I am captain of Arsenal Football Club. Watch yeah. me fucking shine. Yeah. yeah, he's shown that quality that everyone saw at Madrid. 
like the uh, potential that he had. Mm. Yeah. And I know he went out on loan and it was a bit like, oh, I don't know if he's going to actually live up to it. But I think now he's in the team like Arsenal, a good coach like Arteta. He's been given responsibility of our bend. I feel like it's helped him with confidence just to play his football. Yeah. He started so young, didn't he? When he yeah. was signed by Real Madrid, he was like 14, 15. Yeah. From like for the first team. Yeah, from a Norwegian fucking team where he's tearing it up. How old is he it's now? Ridiculous. He's still oh early 20s. Yeah, uh, 23, I think. Yeah. So he's still so young. Yeah. Yeah. And as you were saying about him going out alone, obviously at Saucier Dad, he was fantastic there, but he was still playing with the pressure of being the young talent. Whereas yeah. now he's like shedded that a bit and he's yeah. just gone back to, I'm a good footballer. I think change of league helped that too. I just yeah. getting out the Spanish La, La Liga because I feel like it's all the pressure is probably coming from there. At the time, it was a risky sign of Arsenal too because he was yeah. good, but to take someone who's just good and hope that they get the greatness. Because like, usually um, English media is shit house, but you never really saw much about Odegaard. No, he did like, very... Like the pressure and stuff like that. Like there wasn't... Like if he had one bad performance, like he wasn't getting picked apart. Yeah. yeah. The English media usually do. So I think that helped just change in scene, change in yeah. country. And Definitely. two goals in this game as well. Two fucking well-taken, yeah. solid strikes. And then the third, Saliba. Pick of the bunch for me. fucking hell, what a hit. Yeah. <laughs> we obviously spoke about him in the first episode. There was talks that he was going to leave Arsenal, go back that. to Marseille. Yeah. Um, I think I... Oh, no, I picked Martinelli. Yeah. I was going to say, I think I picked... I, I, I picked Saliba, didn't Yeah. <laughs> he is showing up. Like game day three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> him next to Gabriel... Yeah. Is yeah, they look a so young, old. formidable centre back partnership. Mm. Zinchenko as well, yeah. marvelous to watch well, in that left well back done. area. Look at Arsenal's team; like there's so much longevity in it too. Oh, like this team they got now, it's only going to get better oh, as time yeah. goes on. It's the youngest team in the Premier League. Smith Rowe, who killed it last year, can't make this. Yeah, like I know we say we're on the Arsenal train, but it's fucking hard not to be. I will say one moment. thing is, they don't have. Uh, expansive amount of depth and Europa League coming up you know we've got the World Cup as well and FA Cup FA Cup you've got yeah. the Capital One Cup you've got these competitions they're gonna need players in them that's true when you start it's, playing three games a week yeah, yeah. that's and it's challenging when you've that, got a midfield of El Nene and Jacka instead of Partey yeah. and Jacka or you know, whoever they might have Sammy in and around Congo the team. or whatever yeah. his name is. When you've got to start using those players and yeah. not just having fringe appearances. It's the same we talked about last week with their mentality. Like, without those big boys, like if you don't have Gabby Jesus, like I like Eddie and Ketty a lot. But he's not. He's not Gabby player. Jesus. Yeah. Nah. Mm. And I like Emil Smith Rowe, but he's no Bakai Saka. I actually like Smith Rowe. Yeah. But. Yeah, Pepe it'll be interesting well. to see. Pepe's just gone out alone. Yeah, so it kind of depends what their yes. focus will be. Like, if they would just keep their focus on the Prem because they're flying in it, or they try to go all out for Europa, or they'll try to go all out for FA. They I have to push Europa because that top yeah. four fight is so... It's not guaranteed. It's a dog fight, yeah. So I don't think they can try and compete for all three. Nah. I think they've got a good shout at winning Europa League, but I think that it, it'll mean they will fall away in the league big time. I think yeah. they'll... I think, I think us predicting them fourth is a realistic prediction. Yeah. I think they'll fall away like they're, they're flying at the moment. I think we had them fifth. No, we no, fourth. fourth. Yeah, yeah I think Cal was the only one that. Yeah, didn't I think had they him would. fucking sick, then I believe it. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Seven. and again, touching on Bournemouth, this is exactly the reason why we picked him to finish bottom of the table. Obviously, we won't talk about the result last night, but why not? But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, this is this is where we, we yeah. they they've had 
scrappy performances. Obviously, first game of the season where they picked up a two 0 win versus a Stinky Villa. Yeah. Um, but it's it's only downhill from there. Like this could be we could be looking at one of those seasons where they they don't pick up many more wins than they've already got. Yeah. It's getting they've got di- like, but we said last week they got a difficult run of games because they now played Liverpool this week, I believe. Mm. This week coming, um, that's a fucking rough game as well. What? What? They played Liverpool, so yeah. their heads are only going to go down. We've mentioned Scott Parker that many times. He's a good man manager tactically. Uh, he's also not got a lot to work with, to be quite honest. No, that Bournemouth team, like the subs he has to make, and they haven't invested well at all for him. No. So uh, it's tough. They're going to be scraping, obviously. Yeah, it, it's 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 going to be a long season for Bournemouth. Yeah, a very long season. I think I think it's um, easy to chuck Scott Parker in that category of yeah. sack managers as well because he's going to be losing games three or four nil for a mm-hmm. while. I think I don't think they're going to be getting many results, and I think they're going to be getting battered once once the tra- once the once that starts that sort of domino effect of of losing those games by big margins. It's hard to come back from that yeah. for a mentality team who, let's be real, Bournemouth aren't a talented side. They're not. They're a mentality-driven That's side. They need that momentum. Yeah. Once they're getting battered, you know, 4-0 City, 3-0 Arsenal, 9-0 this morning. You said That's, the thing we weren't going to mention. Well, there's no spoiler. <laughs> this comes yeah. out a week later. So, you know, 9-0 against Liverpool. That What's, what's that? 16 goals they've shipped in three games. And not scored, and a, not single scored a single one. one. Barely That's had a quick sniff. sniff. Yeah. But be, I think with Bournemouth too. Pro, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think with um, I was about to say math then. The thing with um, Bournemouth, um, like even if they sack their manager, no one's going to come in and make them do good. Nah. Either way, they're going down. I reckon. I think you can just stick with Scott Parker. Try just keep really it because I feel like he'll be their best bet at coming back up next season. Mm. Yeah. Should we push I'm forward? I'd oh, never like to back. see uh, managers get sacked. To be honest, because no, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's different circumstances, but the manager at the time obviously has a plan. Like he's not he's not wanting to be losing hundred nil every week. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. It, it it it's it's a rough gig being a manager, especially being a Premier League manager of a team that's in and around that relegation zone. You're always going to have fingers pointing at you, and especially yeah. when even when you make few signings, you still spend sixty million pounds. Like, mm. yeah, for a little team yeah. like Bournemouth, it's you know, I don't know how much they've actually sold. I just said sixty million because it's the type of number that once you make three, four, five signings, you're already up there. Yeah, yeah. you're already in and around there. Even for players that are, you know, mid tier youth players, like we're just talking about Southampton and their nine mil and their fifteen mil for players. Yeah, those add up real quick for a little club. But that's when the pressure mounts for managers is when they sign yeah. and and don't get results. But yeah, yeah. but if you're a team that's going to be in and around the relegation zone. It's it's tough because you have to spend that money to even be in and around the relegation yeah. zone. Like, but yeah, pushing on to our predictions. Unsurprisingly, we all had a Bournemouth win here. Um, Sky, so you had it three one. Uh, Bournemouth, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought you were joking. Yes, <laughs> you should just play long with it. <laughs> no, again, it's early. Um, <laughs> Bournemouth, yeah, we all had it an Arsenal win. Scassi, you had it 3-1. Jackie, you had it 3-0. Benny, you had it 4-0. I had it 5-0. Obviously, a 3-0 result. So, Jackie (laughs) picking up the exact points there. My 3-1 was a typo. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Got big thumbs. (laughs) Leeds versus Chelsea. Maybe 
the second most surprising game of this round. This was unbelievable. What a shift Jesse Marsh's boys put in. Yeah. And it's a thing we spoke about last week, them getting these leads and then dropping off. They got this lead very early and they fucking held it mm. against mm. A, a Chelsea team that we said at the start of the season was sloppy, was how are they going to compete? There's a lot of contention in that dressing room as we were talking about with their transfer policy when we were discussing Everton and Nottingham yeah, earlier. Yeah. Players in and out of that dressing room are, are not happy. Mm. Well, this game was off the back of the Chelsea-Tottenham game where mm. it was quite heated. Yeah. I thought Chelsea off the back of that would show more, like even more fight. Yeah, yeah I thought, completely agree. I, like, I th- yeah, I mean, that was shit this game. Yeah. yeah. But I, th- I thought they would have pushed on for sure. Yeah. And yeah, I, th- I thought they and were. And Tuchel, Tuchel he's, um, he's that sort of manager where he will appeal to the mental side of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Like Bali red card as well. Yeah. yeah. They just, it, everything went to shit for Chelsea yeah. this game. Heads, Leeds, heads gone for sure. Yeah. And Leeds, got to give them credit as well. Rodrigo. Scoring three goals. It's, it's, you know. Rodrigo, what starts the season? He's yeah. like, God, he's flying. Mm. And the young lad, Aronson. So obviously the first goal came from Mendy fucking about with it. And it's Aronson yeah. being straight onto his feet. Yeah. Straight in his face. He does. No look at. He well. does that well too, Brendan Aronson. I've noticed yeah. that. Like he's, he presses a lot. He's full of, ba- got bags of energy. But mm. when he presses, it, he stands him up. Like he gets there so quick and he stands up. Yeah. Like I think he'll get a, f- that Leeds will get a few goals mm. this season from, from sort of him and other players doing that where they, they catch players out. Yeah. Cause they do it really well. They just press. And it's easy to run past the player in that situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he, yeah, he, he did really well to get the goal. That's the sort of manager Jesse Marsh is, is yeah. pressing progressive for that sort of shit. Yeah. No, pro- hats off to Jesse Marsh because I think we all discounted leads this at, at the beginning. Mm, in, even in the, last week. Yeah. But um, that's three three from three results, I think, for him. You and, know. Um, Archie Gray too wasn't on the bench. I'm assuming he's injured. Yeah, they still can't find anything about it. The ongoing saga of uh, <laughs> it's, it's the podcast storyline. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what happened to Archie Gray this fucking year? Is he injured? Is he not? Is he on the bench? Is he not? The dugout. Free Archie Gray. Yeah, dugout yeah. unsolved Free. mystery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tune in next week for our Free fucking Archie murder Gray. mystery podcast. Free Archie Gray. Free Archie Gray. <laughs> That's another shirt to add to the fucking Premier League shirts this year. Number sixty-three. Yeah, it's get in, lad. It is very impressive. I am very impressed with what Leeds are doing, which is hard to say as a United fan, but I hope they can keep this run of form up. I hope that they can keep pushing on, picking up big results like this, keep scoring goals. Um, a little funny tidbit. So Leeds are now massive in America, obviously, because yeah. of Jesse Marsh and the American players they've brought in to the point that on, I don't know, ESPN, CBS, whatever. They put it on. They put it on ahead of Liverpool, ahead of Man City, ahead of all the three o'clock kickoffs wow. last night. Leeds was the only game they were showing. Yeah. Wow. I've seen that. Yeah. That's so cool. it's going to be, it's really good too. Obviously the 2026 World Cup is in the Americas, America, Canada, Mexico. It's great that, there's going to be that foothold in the game. Let's just hope there's no more dickhead owners like the fucking Glazers coming in and trying to pick up smaller football clubs that don't generate the type of revenue Yeah, and end up being folded. There are a lot of American owners coming into the Premier League. Mm. Yeah. Well, there's already the big... Three of the big six are owned by American yeah. conglomerates. Mm. FSG. Um, 
yeah, predictions, predictions for this one. Unsurprisingly, none of us had a Leeds win, I do believe. So, Scousey had it 2 1 to Chelsea. Jackie, you had it 1 0 Chelsea. Benny, you had it 3 0 Chelsea. And I had a nil all draw. So, half a point for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. We don't do half points here, mate. Um, West Ham Brighton, interesting game. Um, a West Ham point, a West Ham team that's struggling for points. Yeah, sorry. What's going on with West Ham at the moment? I think it's more to do with Brighton. Yeah, yeah. Brighton for me are my dark horse. They are so yeah. good. They are so freaking good. We can't give them enough compliments. We're going to end up with a Brighton shirt yeah. on the wall. I like think Danny Welbeck. Danny Welbeck. He's so good. Where yeah. Danny Welbeck shirt? I love it. I get Lamana. What are you cheering for? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Honestly. Scoring all the goals. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, Welbeck was my one to watch. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. it's all good then. Yeah. <laughs> Put you secretly the United fan after that win. Yeah. <laughs> He's come to the dark side. But yeah, it's, um, it is Brighton are very impressive. They're a very hard team to break down. It'll yeah. be interesting to see him play another team from the big six to see how they go obviously yeah didn't go quite to plan for manchester united but very impressive brighton mm. i didn't really predict them to do this good like this good of a start i mean like yeah good on them like with the opponents diverse obviously no one was expecting the united game to happen the way it did no. and also away at west ham as well like two big away games yeah they've gone out there oh fuck Another one as well. I know. I know. We're not touching on it, but just quickly. I don't know if any of you seen it. They versed Leeds this morning. Yes. Or yeah. la- last night. Yes. Which was the two the battle of the two undefeated teams. Yes. And Brighton beat them, mm-hmm. uh, which is another huge win. Like that's a massive win as well. So Brighton for me, yeah. I just think Potter's a joke of a manager. I think he's so good, and um, yeah, I just think they're they're my dark horse. I can I seriously can see them in a sixth place finish. Sixth, seventh place. I don't know if they'll go that high because I think they'll go on a cup run. I think they'll go on a Maisie cup run. And it's gonna, they're not the deepest team either. I so a couple injuries can really derail them. See, I, I think that I think we're underestimating how much... Like, we've all picked the standard top six this season, me included. But I think we're underestimating how big Europe will be this year. Like, the, the involvement in Europe for all those six teams, plus the World Cup... Like, it's going to take its toll. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, we've already seen Liverpool stagger at the start. We've seen United stagger. The, I mean, we're shit, but yeah. we've seen that. So Arsenal are, are, are flying at the moment, but I think they'll fall off. Spurs, to me, don't look that good. Chelsea look a bit shaky. I think there is a possibility of a couple of teams coming into that six from outside that don't have Europe. I mean, for me it's, it's funny how the end of the season goes. You look at, lo- like, last year, for example, you had teams like Wolves, West Ham... Brighton, they were all in it. They were only yeah. three to four points out of that bracket. But when it gets to the end of the year, the big dogs step up. Like it's yeah, very yeah. easy to be yeah. a, a team at the start of the year that's all like Brighton are firing on all cylinders. Most of their players will have never been in a position like this where they've gone three, you know, four Premier League like, games undefeated yeah. at the start of the season. Like they've never been riding higher. Players like Gross, players like Leandro Trossard, they've been good in patches, but. For four games now, they've been really fucking good, like shining a light on themselves. Mm. When it gets to the end of the year and you're not in that high anymore, like you have a period where you've lost three games in a row, you've drawn two or you've lost a cup game to fucking Tranmere or someone like that. They're not supposed to, they're like, oh, we'll take a rest a week this week, lads, and then you lose. 
by the end of the year, how's that mentality going to be? Like, yeah, and I, like I rate Brighton and I rate Graham Potter, but also what's he going to be looking at? Because after this World Cup, when Southgate leaves England, there's only one name at the top of that list. And it's Steven Gerrard. No. It's, <laughs> it is when he's fucking sacked from Villa. But, be available, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, Graham Potter's worked very closely with Southgate, much like Eddie Howe has. They're, they're, he's going to be on that list and there's going to be whispers, there's going to be talks. Like, yeah. fingers crossed England go deep and they win a fucking World Cup. We're massive. Yeah. They're going to be looking for a big dick manager and Graham Potter is that guy. So then you look at Brighton in December with their manager in talks with England. Yeah. Result, it could change, yeah. Like, they could drop off. So yeah. to say they're yeah. top six, dark, it's a rogue shout, and I yeah. like it a lot. They're just a dark but horse for me. Like we said, the World Cup and Europe are so massive this season. So like, true, too, because, like, obviously, I'm going to touch on Liverpool because that's what I know their only stats about. But, like, we do somehow play better when we're playing three games a week. Like, mm. in 2022, we've lost one game this whole calendar year. Who was that to? Oh, shit, Chester United. But like, that's what I mean. Like, when, when things start heating up, the big teams just roll through. Yeah. And they find a way. Yeah. Uh, but it is, it's great to see Brighton finally getting results for the football they play. Because for the last couple of years, they've had these great performances yeah. and not scored the goals and not had that finishing touch. I would love to see them finish top six, though. Oh, it would be fantastic. It would be really good. Who drops out, then? Who you feel like they're uh, going? Chelsea, I think, at this point. No, I, I think, yeah, maybe. And I think United are... Definitely, don't you dare! Definitely, one that could drop out. Um, not Arsenal. I'm starting to think. I, I, for me, it's Arsenal. But <laughs> I'm starting to think maybe Spurs too. Well, they'll finish in second. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've not been impressed with the way they play. I know Conte gets it done, but I've, I've, they 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 look really stagnant in some games. Like it's, the it's, Chelsea performance. <laughs> and that was my concern. Like when we're doing the prediction of the table, like the, I knew there's just a lot of hype about Conte. No, it's just yeah. I just don't think he's like that top echelon of a manager. I think he I is. I think he is. I think that's but why they get the team he's got now. I think he is, and I think that Spurs team, like you were saying, when they start playing more games and they've got it, like because at the minute they can kind of be in cruise control because they're not playing that many games. They've not started to like Jed Spence hasn't touched a pitch yet. Like there's players in there that will be fighting and pushing now, and that's when things get interesting. Where then. I think it is a lot the competition for spaces in that team too. So when Liverpool start playing well, it's because you've got the likes of Curtis Jones and those youth like fringe players that are pushing for those spots so it elevates everybody else's level. Yeah. I think the same will happen, like you said, with the big teams. They'll start to push on, but it's just getting them to go in. Yeah. Um, Should we move, move yeah. forward? Yeah, we so now we've talked about we the big six. Back to West Ham versus Brighton. Well, Spurs. <laughs> yeah. Um, predictions for this one. I think we all had it. Oh, no, we did not all have it in West Ham's favour. So, Scassi, you had it 2-0 West Ham. Jackie, you had it 3-1 West Ham. Benny, you had it 2-1 to Brighton, Hove Albion. And I had it 2-1 to West Ham. I think what we've done there is West Ham, like thinking West Ham, have to start soon. Yeah. Yeah. And they've still not. Oh, well, you guys are clowns, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Give me one more and we'll bloody get there, won't we? Um, Another huge game, another very impressive game from both teams, Newcastle versus Manchester City. Wow, wow, we wow, what a game. I feel like Newcastle do this every now and then with City. Like, do you throw, like, a draw in with them or... Mm. Off their balance a bit. There's Still definitely this. Yeah, there's definitely those mid-table teams at like Crystal Palaces or something that take points off them when you're not expecting it. This is one of those games where. Yeah. Can I just say I picked the city slip up for the week after. 
Yeah. I picked it for this weekend yeah. against Palace. And it come as soon as I seen the result against Newcastle, I was like, fuck. It's yes. a week spilling. Because they won't do it two in a row and they didn't. No. They, they got it done <clears throat> over Palace this weekend. But but yeah, that Newcastle game, I want to give a shout out to my boy, Kieran Trippier, the best right foot in world football on a dead ball. Because God damn. <laughs> God <laughs> damn a, that it, free it's kick. It's spanking free kick. It's it's the best it was a good free kick. It was a good free foot. kick. <laughs> but yeah. I'm not sure about the best right foot. No, no. no. I'm, that's obviously it's hyper. It's not better than a dead ball. <laughs> that's hyper. Yeah, yeah, I know. Right foot right back. The most <laughs> gave me the most exciting 2018 feelings again. Yeah. Um, Croatia throwback. But yeah, yeah. what yeah. a man. And again, he was really impressive in this game too. Newcastle th- themselves were just yeah. really impressive, really creative mm. and yeah. explosive going forward. St. Maximin had his Ballon d'Or performance. Like yeah. he re- that, There's that photo of Pep on his knees with his yeah. head in his hands. His walkers getting absolutely taken as the cleaners. He's a fucking like, dancer of a player. Right? Yeah. So, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Like, <laughs> every time he has to ball, I want to beatbox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he needs a beat. Like he is, he is so, when, when he's on his day, he is untouchable, which is so annoying because he's barely ever on his day. Yeah. He, he reminds me of, um, you know that, um, oh, Alan Pardew, where he's doing that stupid dance. Yeah, yeah. That's what he does on the field. <laughs> and somebody I've slated it's like John publicly. Like <laughs> <laughs> Miguel <laughs> Almiron. Yeah. So cringe. Popped up with a couple goals. Um, they got one, but yeah. yeah. Creating yeah. an opportunity, like an actual. He should have scored another. He should have yeah. scored another. There was one he blazed over from from penalty spot. Yeah. Um, which show, showing he's sort of, his, his downfalls, but... Like I said, he's. He, I feel like he's um one of those players that just work their socks off and getting a goal is big for him. Um, for me, the big thing is Newcastle should win that from three one up. Yeah, they should. They need to be taking three points. I think Eddie. I think Eddie Howe will be disappointed that they didn't. As yeah. much as, as much as a point is really good against City, and they probably before the game they would have snapped snapped yeah. your finger off to get that. I think. I think Eddie Howe will be disappointed they didn't get through. I think points. that's the pressure of a team yeah. like City, though. Like, yeah, yeah they, they suffocate. with City, they just know how to find the back of the net yeah. one way or another. And they suffocate in another, in a different way that, say, Liverpool do. Yeah. With the constant press. But City, City mount pressure by just not letting you have a touch. Yeah. yeah. And it makes you desperate. And, now and, they've it, got and that's, sorry, and that's the third goal that City scored where I can't remember the centre-back, but he steps out. And that's when De Bruyne plays in behind. Yeah. He's just that desperate for a touch to, like, try yeah. and clear it. Yeah. And I, I think I was talking to you during the week about it. Bad where he wants to go... Is it Shah? I think it's Shah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he wants to go to Haaland. Haaland, yeah. Haaland steps, steps out to get feet. Yeah. And, like, I know you said bad defending, but for all the world, like, if, if Haaland steps off for feet and your line is that deep and you're that compact... And Sharp comes with him. Like, every defender in the world goes with him there, in my opinion. Mm, I don't know, because there's lots of players around. If, yeah, if Harlan gets the ball there, he doesn't have any other option but to go back anyway. Yeah. That's why I feel like you just keep your line. Do you think any other player in the world can play the pass De Bruyne played, though? Probably not. I don't think so. I don't think anyone else sees that ball. Modric? No. Nah. No way in the world. Modric... Technically could, but he doesn't get in the same spaces not, as De Bruyne. He would not play that ball. That's a joke. I don't that, know. That ball is a joke. Well, Meg, Meg's the defender. I feel like the run makes the pass there. Bernardo Silva runs oh, probably 10 metres before it's yeah it's passed. But I feel like you would see uh, yeah. it if you're 
Yeah, I don't think like no one can make that pass. I feel like pass like that. It's a beautiful pass, but I feel like there is quality players out there that will pull that off for sure. Thiago loves reverse pass. Yeah, Thiago's nowhere near the level of De Bruyne. Doesn't mean he can't pass. (laughs) He can't make that pass. Thiago will not make that pass. Thiago can make that pass. Modric can make that pass. No, no, none of them make that ball. None of them see that see that ball and make that ball. The other thing is, I think other the, the big thing for me is. He plays out before Shah steps, which is yeah, he's which is a big thing. Like no, no other player sees that. Yes, he sees the runner silver. Yes, Silver does all the work by making the run. But Shah's super deep, and Harlan comes. Harlan's the easy option, and I think as he shapes the pass, it's it's point two of a second that Shah steps and De Bruyne plays. Like like to me that that that's a joke. Like are, he, are you saying that De Bruyne sees the the movement of and Shah. then plays it. Yeah, so he he, he see. Shah, I feel yeah. like I I feel like De Bruyne sees Shah like body before he steps. He sees his eyes and his body step. Yeah, like he doesn't actually step before De Bruyne plays that pass. De Bruyne starts like De Bruyne plays that pass before Shah steps, and Shah steps as the ball comes, thinking it's going to go to Haaland. It's 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 like almost in sync, and for someone to pick that. Because if Shah doesn't step, like, then it's a bad pass. It's a really bad pass because it's straight to where Shah was. But yeah. the fact that he steps and he plays that knowing he's going to step. I think a lot of props no has got to go that. to Pep for that too. That's Pep football. Like just being able to um, make people pull through and um, get other players transitioning to other positions to make runs and gaps. Like that was like a quality like to Pep as well. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he sets up a lot of that for his tactics by – making someone drop off to bring a play and then have someone running behind that. You wouldn't even expect to run in that position either. Yeah, I definitely yeah. think the adaptation to Haaland has been fucking quick. Yeah. Like, I, we were all expecting it to take a while. I will say, him scoring that goal, the way he fucking scores yeah. goals, like, it comes back post and he doesn't just tap it in. He doesn't, like, kind Smash of... Smash He fucking yeah. thumps it. Like, his body is not set, but he gets enough behind it to thump it, grab the ball, and that's it. Bang, energy change. We're fucking back in this. Off we go. Let's push for it now. He's a like I, s- I can't believe we have Ronaldo scoring more goals. Well, it's season. because we expected Haaland to get injured, and it's yeah. been three games he's yeah. not injured yet. But fuck me, he's terrifying. Yeah, I said last week I don't like City, but it's only because they're good. <laughs> oh. What a signing it is for the Premier League, though, having yeah. Haaland. Like it's a Premier League signing, I reckon. Like it was similar just for having Omri in the league, Terry Omri. Yeah, like obviously he's not of that caliber, but like just being able to, like yeah. you watch Arsenal to watch Omri. Yeah. Like now I watch City to watch Hallam, but also De Bruyne too. But can I just yeah. say, what an exciting time to be a Premier League fan. Because yeah, obviously, so many good players. Obviously the money issues in the world speak. of football at the moment, Premier League has an abundance more money than any other league. Mm. But it, like, and we're getting all the best players in the world. Yeah, and we it, are. It's coming. But yeah. She used to be La Liga. Yeah. No, all the boys are coming here. And there's still the pull from Barca and Real Madrid, of course, but for for us to have Haaland, we've still got Ronaldo in the league, yeah. you know, players like that, you know, Liverpool's still yeah, here. Liverpool still have Salah, you know. We're in a time dominate where England T 
teams are dominating European so football yeah. too. Ooh, is like, that Mbappe to Liverpool? No. Or? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's coming after the Nike deal. He's going to come on a if free from PSG. No, if he didn't not. sign the contract <laughs> with PSG, I honestly would have thought <laughs> he would. Come. There's, there's one place that man is going, and yeah, it's Madrid. Real Madrid. And he'd be there right now if PSG hadn't been like, hey, do you want to run a football team? Yeah. We <laughs> <laughs> have Neymar and a week. Messi. Yeah, tell Messi yeah. what to do. Hey, do you like playing football manager? Do you want to do it Didn't in real life? And he get like a 300 million pound sign-on bonus Yeah, too. and he's on a, almost a million a week. A week. I don't think I'd want... Give us some money, lad. <laughs> no, you, you wouldn't the podcast and like, We're going <laughs> <laughs> to get into a bit of European Please. football. <laughs> we're going to get into a bit of European football when we're done recapping here because we've yeah. gone a bit wild. But I, I just wanted to quickly touch on I didn't realise like I knew Harm was a joke I knew he was a very good player and all that and I knew all that but I didn't know how much of a fox in the box he was he is that's his he that's just, his game well I, I've always game. seen him the running behind yeah, just the so. drives the like the the physical beast the, the, the deadly finishing but I didn't know he had that side of his game where he just pops up and yeah. bangs in like scraps he's a very very clever like yeah. as, as much as he's physically talented yeah. he's very very clever the very runs he make overall like have we ever seen an all-round striker like Helen the Premier League I don't think I've ever seen one not of his size and stature no I, mean, I think there's yeah. definitely been players like you look at players like Ian Wright and Jermaine Defoe they're very clever in the runs they make and the finishes they can do but they're not as yeah. physically imposing as mm, Erling Haaland is I mean. like Jerry Henry he was pretty yeah, he was pretty Henry's, strong I think he was Henry's, strong but he, he wasn't strong in the set like he was very He's a, not a delicate man. And when I say this, I'm not meaning like a delicate footballer as in every touch is like, bing, bing, bing. It's very like, whereas Haaland's like, bang. Yeah. Yeah. Like he'll it's beat explosive. a man, but it's fucking bang. Like Omri was like a strong dribbler. Yeah. Like Haaland's yeah. just fucking tank. The closest thing I've seen to him, I think, is probably Didier Drogba. But Didier Drogba didn't produce he's, the numbers. He's not as Haaland. explosive as Haaland though. Like Didier's strong and he's big and he holds, he'll hold a man off. But yeah. Haaland does it and he doesn't look like he's doing it. He's frozen, yeah. yeah. Like he's just standing there and players will be on him and it's like he has a fucking force field against yeah. him because they just fall a, away from him. Like, yeah. And he's done it to everyone so far. Yeah. Wait till, he, wait till he comes up against Maguire, wait, mate. Wait till <laughs> he, see if he can do it then. Wait till he <laughs> plays against Dabucha. Yeah. So it's our predictions. So yeah. So now we're back to it. Yeah, um, no that. We all had it in Man City's favour. Uh, Scassi 3-1, Jackie 2-1, Benny 3-1 and me 3-0. Um, and then the biggest game of the round for this room particularly, we've already had the you podcast. fucking rats. Yeah. <laughs> we've already had the podcast derby part one and now the podcast derby part two. The Love. Battle of the Reds. I said Clowns. this last week. I asked you, what, what do you... How are we going to do it? No, no, yeah, I said what... Well, what, what did I say exactly? What makes you think United beat And Liverpool? at the time it was mostly hope and now yeah. it's the fact that Trent Alexander-Arnold cannot defend a game of football and I will not hear anybody else say anything about it. All I'm saying is you fucking Ugh. clowns laughed at me. Even you, Cal. Yeah, I did. All of you fucking idiots laughed. <laughs> <laughs> my exact Suck words. Cry, mate, yeah. Suck my nuts yeah. now, yeah. mate. You're a fucking my exact shit words <laughs> were, you're an idiot, but I'll write it down anyway. Yeah. And to be honest... You said you were an idiot, but I respect I, I respect your heart genius. and your brain and your mind. <laughs> yeah. um, Albert Einstein, a football mate. It's, like, it's honestly, it's yeah. I'm gonna try and forget that we won nine nil this morning because it's hard for me to even be upset that we lost to United and that we won nine nil. So I'm gonna. I think me and Jack have to pretend we didn't fucking yeah. pump this but morning. 
and just focus on that game. I don't. And I don't think you do. Liverpool, yeah, yeah. I don't think you do because from the get go, like you isolate the two performances. This week, obviously, you've gone back to a more traditional Liverpool way of playing. Mm. Last week, Klopp took the piss. He took yeah, the piss in the way so he underestimated Manchester United, Big which. Game. Doesn't matter if we're fucking shit ass and we've just lost four 0 I don't to think it was Klopp. I think it was the players down there estimated them. Yeah. No, I think I think it was Klopp. No, I think the, the way he set up, show up the midfield he set up. That's not a midfield yeah. to win a game against Man United. No, I, I think he put Milner in there for physicality, Henderson leadership. It was stupid to not play Fabinho, but I think it was the players. They didn't show up at all. Yeah. I think it's hard to put it on Klopp because he's yeah he set up just to put physicality in there, knowing like who McTominay and shit. He put Milner in there, but yeah the players just got there and just thought. I don't know what they're fucked they for, was, but I, they just did not show up. I also want to preface this chat with fuck the Glazers, Glazers out. Yeah, Glazers out. That's the main takeaway from this weekend. Uh, ahead of, obviously, us beating uh, Liverpool, it is Glazers out. I think fuck we'll them. start. Get out like, of our club. I know, like, I'm going to forget the Bournemouth game, but what I wanted us to do to change that game, like Milner and Henderson shouldn't start. I've been saying this for a long time. Not having Fabinho start is fucking ridiculous because that game, we struggled not having the number six because Thiago's fucking perfect at this, and also Fabinho, they just pull back to the defence, and they're really good at picking the ball up, turning and creating something. Then we're really good with having Henderson on one side, and then rather Elliot or another youngster, because Trent bombs forward, and usually Fabinho or Hendo are really good at protecting him when he does that, mm. and that's why our full-backs have the freedom that they do. Yeah, because we they have don't Fabinho. have to defend. Like and that's what they yeah, got caught. Like literally, yeah. United's game plan was: we've yeah. got Alanga, we've got Rashford, and we've got space. The and where's is, the big like, gaping hole behind Trent every single time? But the yeah. thing is, it's like we set up that way. Like I think Trent's first thing is not to defend. I think his mind is to create play and attack. And I think he, I think because he's a right back, he gets a lot of criticism for not defending. Obviously, because it's his position. But I don't think it's his intention going into a game because we usually have like a Fabinho or Henderson. That covers that position. But he for also him. didn't create anything. It wasn't just for, for me. It wasn't just when he goes forward. Like, no, I, like that's I, why I I'm trying to finish what I'm saying. Because like, yeah, go. I completely agree with you. I think the way Liverpool set up normally covers Trent when he pushes forward. Mm. I do agree, but the way he, he defended when he was back. Oh yeah, it was shocking. Was, was horrendous. Like Alanga, to me, Alanga's the unfinished product at United. Like he's definitely got a lot to learn and to grow on and he's very direct and just raw mm. and for him to be able to make Trent look like a mug like he did is joke to me yeah. that shouldn't happen well, what we usually do is uh, there you go. No, what we usually do is because we know Trent can't defend and what we usually do is Hang we on, clip that because <laughs> <laughs> what we do is we usually back Trent up with another player because yeah. we usually double up on the right side like Salah will pull in Fabinho and Henderson are really good at standing behind Trent to create gaps. Mm. And what we do is we usually force wingers to play backwards so they don't try to take anyone on, yeah. especially Trent. And we didn't have that. And we just got found yeah. out by well, on that um, right-hand side. Elliot is the midfielder on that side. Yeah. Exactly. And, and it was just, yeah, and he's, a, he's an attacking player. Mm. I mean, it looks good when when they're all like uh, fucking Salah, mm. Elliot, Trent, all link up in attack. Yeah. But and they're <laughs> all very attacking players on that side. Mm. Um, yeah, but just on that Sancho goal, when Alanga takes piss, he's always going to play the one two there. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's what you're saying with Trent. Like, that's if you're Trent, Trent, if you're Trent, it's so obvious that he's going mm. for the one two. Just fucking run back. Can um, I just say as well, after you get beat there, like fair enough for Trent. <laughs> like, 
you know, you switch off one little moment of, of you know, yeah. dullness. He gets in behind. He, you've got, he to, you've got to track back in. And because yeah. and, Sancho, he sent Milner. For me, Milner did nothing wrong. Like everyone's mm. memeing on Milner. He had it, to. He has no, to block that shot. Yeah, no. He it's, has it's to block Van Dyke. Yeah. Van Dyke should be there to back. Van Dyke, but also Trent. Trent walks yeah. to Sancho. Trent watches yeah. him and then thinks, "Oh fuck, that's where I should be. Should yeah. I go?" Right, and yeah, then he starts to jog, and the ball's in the back. Of the I net. think blaming Virgil's a cop out. I see it all online, but I do agree with Ben. It is Trent because Virgil's yeah. just trying to stand behind. Virgil, no, because he knows his shot's coming. So he's just trying to protect the other side of the goal that Ali's not on. Yeah. Trench is cruising over and he needs to pull in. But Virgil doesn't block. He stands in the middle of the goal. I think uh, that's a lack of spatial awareness, which is fine because it's a break moment. But if he's standing to block, like, Allison dives, which is why Sancho holds and commits. But there's so much time there mm-hmm. where, Virg- like, Virgil could have followed the shot with his eyes. He could have got sold like that, look, seen Allison there and stepped and then takes the angle away. That's also brilliant to Sancho. Yeah. Like, the way he turned. I mean, it's just his composure. Like, that's why I love Jaden Sancho. I, at first, when I first seen it, I thought Virgil was wrong, in the wrong, but I, I don't think he was that. In, he was, what he was doing was trying to keep sort of calm in a hectic situation, whereas everyone mm. around him is... Is panicking. Frantic, yeah. He he's trying to be that because he, he has to be. He's the last line of defense. He has to be that sort of that rock at the back that stays mm. calm. And he tries to be, but no one helps him. Like and he, that, yeah. and I do agree. I think Trent should come in and block that shot yeah, after Milner because if if Virgil goes out and he sends Virgil or he puts it past Virgil, like Virgil's the last line, yeah. and Virgil can easily fail him. Mm. Like there there can be if as soon as you defend with panic, you're in the wrong. In yeah. my opinion, if you start defending, especially as that centre back, there's, you can't defend with panic. There is defending with panic, but then there's also Sancho in the box on the penalty spot with enough time to take two touches, turn, yeah. set himself up, Bruno Fernando to point Fernandez to point to the bottom corner where there's space, and I him to Trent finish. Trent did his job. No one will be criticising Virgil. No, Trent didn't no. do his job. But I'm just saying, like yeah. that's the situation. That's how the goal happened. Sancho was in the box, took two touches, set himself, swapped feet four times. Could have played a game of checkers and chess, and then put the ball in the bottom <laughs> corner. Like but it all happens within like three seconds. Like, that's yeah. so quick. It's so hard for Virgil to be like trying to be focused on Sancho on the ball. Yeah. But also, not it's, def- it's definitely not, not just Virgil. Trent, but like, like slacking off. Trent, watch. It's just when you watch the isolated performance of Trent, he just gets sent. He's like, oh fuck. Yeah. And then he turns, he's like, I should be there. I should really... I, I, also, okay, I'll go. also, Gomez not coming back in. Yeah. Like, like Virgil block, blocking one avenue of, of the goal, which is the other side. And Joe, Joe Gomez obviously having a cover for Trent mm. when Alanga gets through. Doesn't really get up quick enough and, and come back inside. Yeah. I don't think he has time. I think that's probably, he probably doesn't, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he's, he's... I think he's actually slid to... The cross, yeah, he, yeah, so he got the Megs, but yeah, yeah, I don't think he he's any chance of getting back, but yeah, it's definitely Trent. But that that's another reason, like, Virgil's the last center back, like, Joe Gomez is out of the game. If Virgil goes, there's nothing, yeah. I mean, a great finish, too, by Sancho, yeah, shout out because it's so much composure. And then the second goal, too, Marcus Rashford had run that Liverpool defense solid. Tony Marshall comes on, immediately adapts to the speed and physicality of the game, fucking that. The ball he plays through is inch perfect, and Rashford is strong, confident, one on one with Allison, and just buries it. Like that one there, that second goal for me is more on Virgil. The, the Virgil trying to take out, trying to like Martial gets the ball to feet. It's a decent touch, but it's 
it's a hard ball to control. Mm. Virgil needs to be either cleaning him up yeah. or getting something Tactical on that ball. The same thing Varane did to Diaz yeah. in the first half. Like, you card. see the games that fucking throw him to the floor, yeah. body slam him. I think that's more on Hendo because a ball's cleared. Yeah. Hendo Bad touch. fucks a touch. Yeah, 100%. And he, he does that thing where he's like, oh, no, I fucking fucked it. And then doesn't – I feel like Hendo can get back. Similar with Trent, how he is – like, not ball watching, but – Dawdles a little bit, switches off for that split second. If Hendo fucks a touch and then tries to get it back again, mm. that goal doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, and then Martial, I think, give him credit for holding Virgil off because he makes that touch back. It's a bit heavy, but that's what he, I feel like that's what he's trying to do, yeah. to give himself space. Um, and then obviously, yes, puts it in. But I don't know if I should bring this out. It's probably going to sound biased, but... During the week after that game, people coming out saying it was offside, but benefit the doubt. Yeah, have, it's you, not have you heard about that? Yeah, it's but not offside. Did you hear about that? I've, I've the benefit of the doubt thing. No, there. no, I'm okay. not heard. But like, I, that's why we've got VAR. That's why we've got four referees yeah. watching the game. To be like, honest, yeah. we deserve to lose that game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We like the goal you got was fucking lucky too, because Lissandro Martinez and Rafael Varane. That was mm-hmm. their coming out party yeah. as our centre back partnership. I thought Lissandro Martinez was fucking massive. Unreal. And Malassia too. Malassia, he he's coming out party too. Like them boys. The, I will say this, and I will. This is my one criticism of this Man United team, and I'll stand by it to the death. Bruno Fernandez is an embarrassment of a captain for us in oh, that game. Yeah. Like in a massive game like that, and you embarrassment's look, super hard. No, I, he's a I'm, he's whiny, <laughs> complaining, no, petty. No. Yes. That's not how yes. you act as captain of Manchester United when we're not just United, at any home. team. I I completely agree. Like his petulance to the referee is a joke, but to say he's an embarrassment of a captain after it, running it, more than no, anyone on the field in that game, he was. He sets the example when he the way he runs. He runs more than anyone on the field. You can run as much harder like that. than yeah. anyone. That's setting an example. Obviously, the petulance is is stupid and he's cut it out. But to say he's an embarrassment, I think I think that's super no, harsh. I, I was every time, especially I after him. we've just fucking gone through a season or two of Harry Maguire being our captain. Yeah, but he, a, he's, he's a, a he's outright a, embarrassment. No, like when we've got players joke. like De Gea, De Gea again was spectacular against Liverpool. It's good to see him yeah. just doing his thing as being a brilliant shot stopper. He so always it, performs against. Like us. if you want to lead by example, to me the big one would have been Varane. For me, I think captain is mentality. I yeah. think Bruno has mentality. Yeah, like that. you can have all the like. I love Bruno's performance. That's that's inspiring. If you've got a captain who's your leader, and then you've got someone like Bruno who does the fucking dog work. Like, all he yeah. does is run, run, run. Roy Keane, for an example, he wasn't the best technical player, but his mentality yeah. was just nuts. And then he had players. He had the players around. Him. He had players yeah. like Giggs who yeah. fucking runs and is. So who who do we have like that? I would have a De Gea. Based De on De perform- if like you're going to go by performance, no, you're not. You're going mentality. by mentality now, are you? Yeah. All right. David De Gea. No. He, he doesn't whine. Like he, he, gets, <laughs> he doesn't lead, though. He doesn't it's whine, very hard but he for doesn't a, lead. It's very hard for a goalkeeper to lead. Fair so then why are you going to give him captaincy? Because I think he's a more suited captain, mentality-wise, than Bruno Fernandes is. Like in that, and obviously, it's been proven last night. It's different. But for this game, this Liverpool game, I don't think Bruno was the man to be captain. Like The way he goes on at the end with the ball and Salah, that shit fucks me off right mm. there. Like. Yeah. Just give them the ball back. What are they going to do? They're going to fucking run at you. You're going to win the tackle and fuck up. But making that little fuck around where they're now fighting for the ball, immediately fighting instincts are on. Instead yeah. of like scrappy, like, fuck, we need a goal. We got, let's go, go back, panic, put the ball down, go. 
Instead, they're like, oh, you little cunt. Fucking give me the ball. I'm going to fucking go for you now. And like picking them out. Mm. I just think, it's re- for me, it's embarrassing. And yeah. the fact that we've just had a 2-1 win against Liverpool at home, broken their 2022 undefeated streak, however long it's been since we've beaten them in the league. But the main takeaway from everyone is Bruno's a little bitch. It's like, fucking, that's, that's just annoying. No, because we were United. I was United definitely Because <laughs> <laughs> we're United fans. Like, it should be the fact no. that Sancho's sent Milner and their defence well, to the shots. My biggest thing is just who, who else. Like, I agree. I don't think Bruno's a long-term captain. No. I think he led by example in his performance. I think, obviously, I think I'm his biggest critic when he's on the ball because I think he's stupidly wasteful. He tries too much erratic stuff. When you need to slow the game down, he doesn't. But the, wa- the, the work rate he puts in, and as hard, like he works harder than anyone else on the field. He did in the Liverpool game. So for me, he, that's, that's how he leads by example. We don't have anyone that leads, men- like a, that's a mentality monster. We don't. So to say, it's easier to say, okay, give your captaincy to someone who's a mental mentality monster, like you're saying. We don't have anyone like that. The only one for me would be Varane, but Varane is. Does he speak English? Yeah, yeah. Oh. of course he does. Speak and he's a he is I don't a leader. Watch his press conferences. <laughs> he's a leader, but he's he's new to the team, and he's just like he's not even played yeah, the he, last. And he's very hot and cold, like because he does get injured every yeah, other week. You can't so. give, the, my long term one by the look of it is. The butcher is Lissandro oh, Martinez. Yeah. He's the way he goes it. about keeping clean, like every tackle, every fucking block, every interception. Does he speak English? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not he his does. mate. Yeah, I think he does. But yeah, every single thing anyone does in the back line, he's gone up, fucking smacking him on the back, high yeah. fives, everything, which yeah. I love to see. Well, you, you see his effect on these ones. Yeah. Yeah. Any, anytime there's you a see his effect on Dallow too, because Dallow's yeah, turned Dallow. Like, <laughs> Dallow looks fucking. Dallow was the one. Well, even was. against Liverpool, like when, I think it was Sancho scored his goal. Dallow's in there and he's got his shirt and he's fucking pulling it yeah. up like two yeah. fists in his face. Like, we don't fuck this now. We fucking go, boys. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's great that. to see after how fucking shit of a start to the season we've had yeah. that the boys are out and they've turned up. And not only have they turned up, they turned up against Liverpool. Yeah. Like, fair dues, Liverpool shit performance, but you still have to beat Liverpool playing shit. Yeah. Yeah. You still have to take the game to them and you can't rest on your morals and be like, oh, they're shit this week. Let's fucking chill it. Liverpool for a while have managed to win games playing that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So credit to United. They got points from the opening two games playing that bad. Yeah. Yeah. You know. But it's not sustainable. I think that's why the change from this weekend, which we won't talk about, was good. But a good thing that Cop was saying in the press conference was um, (laughs) (laughs) was um, the reporter said, what are you doing about signings? And Klopp said, we're going for a midfielder. Yeah. That's big fucking news because I know we wanted Tuchemani and Bellingham. Obviously, Tuchemani went to Madrid. Bellingham, Dortmund said we can't have till next year. So I think I was just going, fuck it. We was going to get a midfielder anyway. Because we're not usually panic buyers, but it seems like Klopp has someone in mind that he wants. I had talks about Barella um, as a potential as well. Frankie de Jong. Frankie de Jong too. So I think if we offload like Cater, Oxlade... A couple other players. Do you think Milner, Milner next season? If we can bring in like Dijon now and Bellingham next season, Dijon's a rat. Anyways, yeah, so we don't want Dijon. He's gonna be shit. He didn't want you. <laughs> I think I think Klopp uh, saying Klopp coming out and saying that it's on him. He said they didn't need a midfielder. Yeah. He's like, I was wrong. Yeah, and yeah. he basically shut. And he like it's a bit of an arrogant take, isn't it? I, like I when you say like, we don't need a midfielder, and then you've got what fucking less than a week. Yeah. Or two weeks in the Five window. Yeah. And you go, oh, yeah, we actually need a mid. Like, 
No, I think we, what happened we, was the board always said no, so he just went with that. But I think the board is now like, oh, maybe you do need one. So now he's like, yeah, I've been telling you that. <laughs> so now well, on the press, he's saying he does. I think by doing that, he protects the club by saying yeah. we don't. I think he's very big on just putting the blame on himself because he doesn't yeah. care about criticism. I guess you can look at it. If he we can have a look at the injury the list players, as yeah. well. Yeah, the oh, injury yeah. list. Like, that, that's why we need a midfielder. Yeah. It's not to be doubted upon, but... If, if everyone's fit, we have like bloody... I think it's like eight midfielders. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like... Yeah, I, I see what Klopp's saying. We don't need a midfielder, but at the moment we do because we have shitloads of injuries. But I feel yeah. like that has a double effect sort of thing where... If he's saying we need a midfielder, if you're one of those midfielders that are fit, you're like, fuck, well, I want my spot. Yeah. So, I don't know. I do think by the end of the season, like, players like Cater's going to go, Oxlade's going to go, Milner's contract will be up. So, be quite a few people out the door, too. Milner's on one year extensions each year, for sure. Can we agree yet that if Trent went to any other team, he'd be rubbish? Or he's still on. <laughs> As a right back. A right back, yeah. But well, that's be, what, what I don't think he plays. He wouldn't. Right yeah, no, but he wouldn't play right back in any team other than the team he's in right now. Well, he always plays like, centre mid out. until Klopp got him into the senior team and put him right back just because we needed but, a right back at yeah. the time because Johnson was injured, was yeah. he? And then we needed a right Nathaniel back. Klein. Nathaniel Klein was injured, so Klopp's like, oh, come up. You've got good technical ability, but yeah, Ooh. Trent would fucking fit in most midfields in the world. Yeah, but definitely. not like no, as, as a right back, I'm like... Does I'm he start fitting. for any other team at right back? That's all I'm saying. No. Yeah, definitely. I think Who? so. Anyone. Like, I mean, there's like a billion clubs for, in the world. Yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the Premier no, League. For top six. Yeah. For someone of his and level. Not even top six. No. I think I think I think I, I top six he does. Start him at fucking right back. See, I, I'm opposite yeah. opinion. I think top six he starts. He like, start for Bournemouth. I think he would start <laughs> with like maybe an Arsenal or a City teams that destroy possession. But anyone below that, he does not start. He's yeah, he shit. Does. No, because he can't defend. He's fucking rubbish at defending. He can't defend. In a team right. like Fulham, a team like Brentford, a team like that, where they're, they're on the defence a lot of the game, he doesn't start. He's, he's yeah, shit. I don't know. I feel like he a, wouldn't. that's because, a bold one. Well, yeah, that is. That's a crazy Well, shit. would any of those yeah. teams like sign him if they're... They'd probably go for bigger defenders. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't they think there's, there's... That's why I said it. I but said it's, it's, it's not a, that's not a detrimental thing to Trent. That's just... That's just that team's style. Style of play, yeah. So Yeah, but if that if if he just popped up in their squad, he wouldn't play. That's all. It's I'm like saying. saying like, would I take any other right back in the world? No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's no. like it's, like, it's all circumstantial for tactics and play. So yeah. Like would I take any other right back? No. Would he fit in any other team? No. Oh, well, you're you're, you're, you're saying like um, hypothetically, but Yeah. I'm just saying. Because you all laughed at me about that. Well, it's that like, would he fit in Atletico Madrid, the defensive style team? No. Yeah, Doesn't no. mean he's a shit player. <laughs> it's not he's a shit still player. It's just not he's a good right player. Right I he's, think he's still the best in the world. Right well, back for us, like, we don't play with like a defensive fullback. Because usually, like I was going off before, we have Hendo or Fabinho that are covering our fullbacks for them. Like, they're doing that job. So for us, like, he's perfect. If he was the best right back in the world, he would be the first name on England's team sheet. No, he wouldn't. Yes, he would. No, Gareth Southgate doesn't work like that, mate. <laughs> yeah, but it, that's what I mean. Like, he's not... It gets found out at right back. That's why he does not play for England. Yeah. I mean, it, it is why he doesn't get a lot of game time for England. That and the fat. Yeah, so suck my nuts. Let's <laughs> continue on. What's predictions? Predictions for this one. Uh, obviously, we're very contentious <laughs> that week. Uh, Scarcely had it 4-0 Liverpool. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> Jack had it 3-0 Liverpool. <laughs> 
Uh, Benny had it 1-0 United. <laughs> and I had it 2-1 Manchester United. Well done. What I've had the biggest takeaway from United winning with you two whinging about your captain. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just like More negatives than positives. Yeah. yeah. It's a great podcast. Yeah. We'll we'll come come coming Criticism here this morning. Man. We'll come good. All right, let's talk B- about the... Biggest takeaway um, was Glazers out. But yeah, Glazers anyway. out. Should be remembered. Biggest takeaway is the next topic because United are not involved in this. So I We were meant to... Play <laughs> we were meant to breeze through those results. Yeah. yeah. It's an hour and a half gone. That's what I thought we were going to do. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, yeah. I don't know much about the fixtures. I forgot them. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, well, let's, let's, let's punch through we'll, this. We'll touch on it. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, this week, the Champions League, Champions League draw has come out. Um, there's some very tasty fixtures in there. Mm. As always, the Champions League, most exciting competition for me. Um, even though Man United aren't involved this year. Um, Leave me out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lad, lad, lad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Just another log, I think. <laughs> as long um, as I'm involved. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the best video. Oh, God. Shout out Tom Green. Um, group A. Jackie's done. <laughs> We've cooked him there. He wasn't expecting that. He wasn't expecting a bit of that. Oh, shit. Um, crying. Let's start with Group A. Oh, fuck Ajax, yes. Liverpool, Napoli, Rangers. Um, it's actually an interesting group. Like, I think Liverpool will be top, but... It's. I think. Oh no! Napoli and Ajax is interesting. For second. I mean, yeah. For me, it's Ajax over Napoli. Like Napoli have made. They've not really replaced the Mertens, loss of Mertens and Insigne. Kulabali, Ospina yeah. as well. Um, True. They're going to be shaky. I think Ajax are a team. Obviously, they're in a bit of strife right now with the whole Anthony and United thing they got going on. He's on strike. He's not playing. Bit he's of contention. Like yeah. No, he gets the edge back. Which is good. Yeah. If they sign ZH, that's huge for him. Obviously, um, losing Haller as well. And yeah. their manager, like, it's interesting. It's, it's going to be an interesting group there. Just but I think it is Liverpool and Ajax that go through. Rangers, God bless them. Power yeah. to them. Hope they get a result. But they've lost a lot of big players for them. They've lost their centre-back. They've lost Arebo. Yeah. They lost their manager halfway through last season. Do you also um, see the talks about Ronaldo Napoli? The yeah, Napoli's no, president coming out and yeah. sound like, how dare you disrespect us? Yeah. There's been a lot of teams. Marseille also came out and said, we have a project here. We're not just signing players for the sake of it. Yeah. Um, it looks like, from all I've seen, Ronaldo to Sporting Lisbon is like 99.8% wow. done. Yeah, like, that's crazy. It'll be announced next week. It's desperate. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's not exactly a group of death, but it's... Difficult. It's, yeah. it's, it's going to be a difficult group. There's, there's interesting games in there for sure. Yeah. There's going to be some interesting games. But yeah, I think so, ultimately so Liverpool will top. Around, yeah, back to group A. Should we go through, say, who we think two play, two teams going through up? Who you think Liverpool are? Yeah, I think Liverpool are. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I think Liverpool. I'm with Napoli. it. Just because of the Napoli. amount of players Napoli have lost. Mm, yeah. I, I, I think Napoli will get through. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Liverpool Napoli. I think Ajax, Ajax without Ten Hag, they're going to have to rebuild. And Anthony as well. Yeah, Anthony. Well, They've lost a lot of their players. I think so Ajax. I, have, this. I yeah. think Ajax have lost just as many as, as Napoli. Hold yeah. up, let me um, quickly check. Ravenberg, Wem, 
Yeah, no Gravenberch, no, no Martinez. Apparently Alvarez to Newcastle. That's Hello Rui. as well, you've mentioned. Hello. Oh no, like looking at Napoli's team too, like they don't have a fantastic team. No, yeah. they got Osserman up top. Zelinski's a good player. They're, they're dogged players, though. Like, they yeah. compete. But is Italian the football so hard to play? Like, yeah. diverse. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. they're so structured, like, set up position. Like, do you, do you love possession? And they dive everywhere. I'd yeah. love to see yeah. Rangers go through, but yeah. <laughs> no. No chance, unfortunately. Um, so, Group B, Porto, Atletico, Leverkusen, and Club Bruges. It's kind of open shot on this one. Yeah. I don't feel like... Atletico will win. Yeah. yeah. I it's feel like... Porto, probably over Leverkusen. Leverkusen, uh, a good side, but they're not a fantastic side. They they might pick up a point against Atletico. I can see a shock result like that. But I think Porto, they've got a very solid team. Obviously, they still have Pepe in the back, who's an absolute monster, especially when it comes to Champions League. Um, Lost Diaz, their best player. Yeah, but they've they've got still got Jesus Corona. Oh no, Mutasivim. Yeah, yeah, he did move severe. That's why I think Leverkusen might just pin them. It, it's very close. Obviously, Club Bridge, bless them. They're a great team, but they lost their big striker in De Catalari. They might mm. lose Venekin to West Ham as well. To be honest, I'm just sick of Vers and Porto in the round of 16. So <laughs> yeah. I want Leverkusen to come. Just I like watching German football more. So what are our pick? I'm going to go um, Atletico and Porto to... I'm going to also go Atletico yeah. Porto. I'm going to go Atletico and Leverkusen. Okay. I'm going to go Atletico Porto as well. Group C. Group C. I think this is the most interesting group. This is the, the group of death. I yeah. think Munich will win. And yeah. then Barca into... I don't know. Barca is just so weird for me at the moment. There's yeah. just so much shit going around that club at the moment. Yeah. Bayern, Barca, Inter and Pleasant. Pleasant, I think. I, don't I reckon they'll win. I would like to see Inter go through. I reckon they're going to win the whole Barca thing. Barca dogs <laughs> and growing up, like Inter Milan was like my second team. So I'd love to see. I love Inter Milan. So I'd love to see Munich and Inter. Inter are interesting ones as well. Obviously, they've got Lukaku, Martinez. Squad. They've got a strong team. Obviously, they've kept hold of Skriniar, which is massive. PSG were pushing from this window. Their board have come out and said, no, thank you. We're not interested. Um Astoni, Barella, Dumfries, the Ridge. Barca for me, obviously. Uh, official this morning, Kunde has been registered as yeah, a player for them. So he that does hang, hang in there. For me, that makes them solid, doesn't make them strong. I can see Inter pushing them. I can see Bayern absolutely fucking steamrolling them. Like yeah. another 8 2. They win this group with six wins. Yeah, I think it's a clean sweep for them. I think Inter will probably get the nod over them. I wouldn't well, be surprised if Plizen pick up a win against yeah. Barca or Inter. Yeah. I wouldn't I hope, be surprised. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go Bay and Barcelona. I think, I think Barcelona, they haven't sold any players which they were supposed to. Yeah, somehow they've kept everyone That's and registered their bullshit. players. So I think I think their stru- their squad is strong. I think Xavi is a good manager. I think he gets them through. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Um, Bayern to win Barca to get through second I'm going to go Bayern Inter I'm doing that too Bayern Inter mm. Probably more biased But yeah. I like Inter Group D that is moment. a bit more of a Europa League group yeah. Some might say Is <laughs> I'm actually probably <laughs> Quite interested in looking at this group Because they're all teams that could do each other So Frankfurt, Tottenham, Sporting and Marseille Marseille obviously had Saliba last year They've now just got Eric Bailly on loan 
Um, Sporting could be yeah. with big number seven up front. Obviously, it's all up in the air at the minute. But if they get that, very scary. Guaranteed goal threat. Um, Tottenham, a Tottenham, it's Champions League. They will probably either make it to the final or bottle it in the group. And Frankfurt won or... One. They won, yeah, they won the Europa League. Yeah, I think I think Frankfurt, Tottenham for me. Yeah, I think in that order. I think Tottenham, I think so. Tottenham in the groups always do really average. Yeah, and they 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 seem to slip up. And there's a couple of teams that they, I think. I think Sporting and Marseille, they're hard. Yeah, I mean all three are hard game. There's yeah. no easy games. You've not got a Victoria Pleasant or a Club Brugge or a Rangers in there to to buffer yourself out. Yeah, that's a tough group. That that's a genuine good fight. I'm gonna go Frankfurt Marseille. Oof. I think Tottenham will drop to Europa. Um, I like the way Frankfurt play football. Obviously, they've lost Kostic, which is a big loss for them. He's gone to Juventus. Mm. But they're still, they have a very good system. It works well for them. Um, and I like Marseille a lot. They were very impressive last year with Saliba. Eric Bailly is going to go and do a job over there if he can stay fit. Um, yeah. I'm going to go Tottenham Sporting. In that order. Nice. Nice, nice. I'm going to go... Marseille Tottenham. Ooh. We've all had different. Ooh. Yeah, that's, that's good. Like that's Frankfurt good have had a shocking start to the season. Yeah. Obviously, it might pick up form, but I don't know. I've got, I just I've got a feeling about Marseille this season. Yeah, like it's shown in the past. Just because you win Europa doesn't mean you do well in the yeah. Champions League. Yeah. Sevilla won, as I said before, I think it was like two or three years in a row. Yeah. yeah. And then so obviously, winning it, being in the Champions League, not making it through the group they stages. They literally drop out the group yeah. straight back into Europa and then go the rest of the way and yeah. win it. I feel like, yeah, Tottenham would just... Trophy. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon Tottenham would get like six points and then Conte would just set up tactically just to get minimum like one-point games, just yeah. drag just them through. Just scrape through. Yeah. This next one's a pretty easy one to call. Yeah. 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 Um, so I reckon Dynamo, Zaburga. It's by the way. <laughs> same, same difference. Milan, Chelsea, Salzburg and Zagreb. Um, yeah, I think it's... I'm Milan. actually going to... In that order for me, I Milan, think it's Milan-Chelsea. Really? Chelsea yeah. Milan for me. I think I think Salzburg will put up a fight with Milan. Yeah, <coughs> most certainly. They'll put up a fight. But Mil- Milan won the Serie A last year and they've only gone and strengthened that team. Yeah, fair play. Divock yeah. yeah, they've got players. So they've still got Ibra, they've got Giroud, yeah, they've yeah. got Origi, they've got Tomori. De Catalieri, they've got Rafael Leao still, Tanali, Tamori. Like the list goes on and on. Teo Hernandez is still there. Mm. They've still got... Mike Mannion and goal. It's a, like a uh, proper squad. Yeah. They I could be a Champions League dark horse, to be honest. I don't yeah. think they're quite there yet because they are a young squad, but I definitely think they keep that core. You get to 16. You keep sure. players like Ibra around and Giroud around who are winners and with a winner's mentality, they go in that dressing room and mm. fire them up. I think they can definitely be there next year or the year after. I think that group finishes as it reads. Yeah. Milan, Chelsea, Salzburg, Donimo. Zagreb. But don't, that Donimo, Zagreb, Zagreb they're... Tough to go to, eh? Yeah, they're, they're no joke. Playing them away yeah. is fucking That Croatian rough. crowd is... Yeah, got that Orsic too. He always, he always shows up in yeah. Champions League. They're, they're, the tunnel they walk out, it's like really small and narrow. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, it, it's an like intense... Intimidating. It's, it's yeah. really hostile. Yeah, All of those clubs from that area, like the Croatian, oh, Serbian... Don't be racist now, mate. No. <laughs> from that Scandinavian <laughs> area, you bounce it. Um, they're all very He's intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> they're all very intimidating to go to. Like, there's flares, there's ultras, there's bottles and shit yeah. being thrown oh, at corners. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it is an intimidating stadium. Yeah, and yeah. for teams like Chelsea, like 
bunch of pretty boys from fucking yeah. London. Well, they can't go there and get the piss beaten out of them. So. Geezer. Yeah. Next. Like, yeah, yeah, I reckon Milan and Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. Next group, uh, Group F. This is an interesting one. Madrid, yeah, Leipzig, one. Shakhtar and Celtics. Obviously, <sighs> shout out Shakhtar. It's going to be fucking... I don't even know if they're going to be able to play their games because obviously they are a Ukrainian team. Does have to play outside? Oh, of yeah. Ukrainian football has just started back up, but there's no fans in stadiums and there's bomb shelters built in the stadium. So if bombs fall because all games are being played in the Ukraine, Fucking if hell. there's air raids and stuff during games, because obviously they're going to have lights on, players are they've got bomb shelters on the side of the pitch to go and run oh, into. So I think they'll have like a Ukraine. neutral. Yeah, shout out to Ukraine, but I think they'll have like a neutral stadium in a different country. Yeah, it's but sure. getting players in and out of there is going to be hard. Like it was terrifying. That's why Shakhtar, especially, they're very depleted as well. They've mm. lost a lot of players because they've just had to escape the country. Mm. They're Brazil, so they were mostly Brazilian squad. They've lost all those players. Yeah, they should um, go through. Just yeah. because <laughs> get gifted. Automatic default. Where's Victoria Plzen from? Um, uh, Croatia uh, or some shit. No, Zagreb's from Croatia. Plzen might be. Like, oh, yeah. Czech Republic. Yes, perhaps. Czech yeah. Republic. Yeah. Right, yeah. So. so, yeah, I think this one, uh, Leipzig and Madrid. Madrid I'll will top the group. Leipzig <laughs> second. I'd love to see Madrid and Celtic. Yeah, I, I, yeah I'm going to go rogue share. I, think, I don't think Le- Leipzig make it through this group. I'm going to go Madrid. I was going to go Shakhtar before you said that. Mm. But I'm going to go Celtic. I'm going to go Madrid, Celtic. Yes, um, Leipzig have... Got Timo Werner back, who who's firing? Who, yeah, who do, who obviously did well goals. before he left. Mm. He's already scored two or three goals for yeah. him as well in the he? league appearances. Yeah, he's got a screamer on his yeah. fucking game back. I'm going the obvious Madrid Leipzig. Yeah, Celtic obviously um, could could do something, and I hope they do. For, for the It'd be great for the culture, but yeah, for the Aussie spirit, but. It is cool that Ange Postacoglu will be playing a game at the Bernabeu. He'll yeah. have his team at the Bernabeu, yeah. which is massive, mm. in the dugout alongside Ancelotti. But, mm. yeah, I think they're, I just, they're just not quite... I mean, they're a great squad, Celtic, but... I'll be there next. No. <laughs> yeah, mate, you will be. Don't worry. I believe you. <laughs> you got this, brother. <laughs> Group G. With Man, <laughs> Man City, Sevilla, Dortmund, <laughs> Copenhagen. Um... Um, so this is a tough one too. I th- I'm going to predict players. Yeah, I'm going to predict Severe to just do what they do. Third spot, yeah. down to Europa, have a good run there. Um, City Dortmund, clapping cheeks. Dortmund are bottle jobs at the minute. I've, they're a very hard one because they lost Heller, so they signed him and then bless him, also he Sanchez. had a testicular tumor. Yeah, so that's right. He immediately signed him and then lost him. They then went and signed Modest on a two-year deal, just fill that gap. They've had a shit start to the season too, but you did me, say that they're on a shout for Champions League. Wins. For me, they still are. I'm You're still going to give it to them because they don't make it out of the group. No, I think they do because their youth is still. Julian Brandt is still fantastic. Yusuf Makoko, fantastic. Um, uh, I actually don't rate their youth. Adeyemi, I really like Adeyemi. Him and Makoko have been linking up already. I can see him scraping results. I can see him, obviously, Copenhagen, poor bastards, just there to get fucking pummeled. Mm. But I can see him getting severe. Severe, to me, aren't that strong. They're an ageing squad. Um, so you're going City Dortmund? Yeah, I'm going to go City Dortmund. Jackie? Uh, yeah, I'm going City Dortmund. I oh. didn't know... I, I mean, I did know about Heller, but I 
forgot. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I, I still think they're better. My heart says City Dortmund, but my brain's telling me City Seville. Yeah, I'm going to go City, City Seville. I mean, it, you know, it's I just, between the two. I feel like Dortmund might just bottle it yeah, like, towards know. the end. And I feel like... So... <coughs> I'd love to see Dortmund go through, but I feel like it might just they've be They've also Seville. made a lot of signings. I think they made like nine signings or something. And so, they're, yeah, their defence is basically brand new. So it's Hummels, Schuller, Schlotterback. Like, yeah, the players, the signings they made are good signings. They'll come good. It's just going to take a bit of time. And we've still got plenty of time till the Champions League starts. Anyway, actually so. do, yeah. They just don't impress me, Dortmund. They just don't. Yeah. Do not they have been. It's all. been a very flat start to the season. Yeah, normally they, you know, they might not have... The, the the player names and the big players and that, but they they play good football and they get mm. get results, but they just haven't been. They so. still play good, but oh, they've won they've won three and four in Bundesliga so far. They did just bottle a, I think they were they two lost, nil up with yeah, they lost two minutes last, to go and they game. lost last three season two. They weren't good at all. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and they the definitely Marco dropped Royce off. Is has always been one of my favorite players to watch. He's now a very aged man, yeah. like the in yeah. most injury prone man in that yeah. squad. Oh, yeah. Missed the 2014 World Cup due to injury when he was in red hot form. Yeah, I've, yeah. I should we decide? Um, cities. I'm gonna go Seville. Nice. Group H. Group H. Um, for oh. me, it's pretty open and shut here. PSG, Juve, PSG. Yeah. So the group is PSG, Juve, Benfica, and Maccabi, Haifa. Maccabi Haifa. Where are they from? Europe. Maccabi. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, for me, obviously PSG have started the season fucking unreal. They're from Israel. Israel. Wow, there you go. How are they in Europe? Because Israel's part of Europe. Is it actually? Yes. I thought it was Is a it? part of the Asian continent. Yeah, I'm no, pretty sure. No, pretty sure it's part of Europe. Well, it was Asia. Well, it must be. They're in the Champions yeah, I'm pretty League. Sure it's part of Europe. No, no, it wouldn't be. Oh, yeah, because they're... <laughs> They're just south of um, like yeah. France area because they're like top of the north of that whole Middle East section. Yeah, they're like up there. Yeah, yeah. I, my geography is shocking. Because I think more to east is where Asia starts. Actually, like where India and stuff is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah they're definitely in and around. They're in that area, but they are a European. So yeah, um, for me, PSG start the season fucking unreal. Messi the team. Bro, obviously the teams always look good. Looks even better this season. So as I touched on earlier, Mbappe is a fucking little bitch. Yeah, throwing his hands around, complaining while Messi and Neymar are just back to their beautiful best. Mm. Um, I've seen Neymar at his best. Mbappe scored the fastest <laughs> goal in Liga history last week. I believe yeah. it was seven seconds mm-hmm. with a set piece that they stole off some Bournemouth. Yeah, some Bournemouth did the exact same thing in the Championship last year. Messi went and fucking. Pulled out his locker. Um, yeah, Juventus look shaky under Max Allegri. They can't find the best. <laughs> can't find the best out of Lahovic. Um, then they've just signed Arcadius Milik as a striker, even though they paid 70 mil for Lahovic and they just can't. Is Milik from Napoli? Uh, no, he was at Napoli. He was at Marseille when they signed him. Oh, yeah. They've obviously got Di Maria. Di Maria's been fantastic for him, but yeah, they. Do not look good under Allegri. I will say that. Um, Benfica could shock the world. Yeah, I think I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's open and shut. I think I think PSG are showing, yeah. but I don't. I don't think Juventus. So I think Benfica seem to be decent in in Europe. Do they sound a goal scorer after Nunez's goal? Benfica. Yeah, they've got um, Gonzalo Ramos. 
a, oh, young, yeah. a young goal scorer. Yeah, they, they just pull their next youth yeah. product. Which is what they Rui do, Costa and they'll sell said. him for fucking 60, 70 yeah. million pounds in a season or two's time. Next United Benfica's president come out after we signed Nunes and said Nunes wasn't even the best striker yeah. at that club. Yes. That's what Rui Costa, it was Rui Costa. He said, get the in champagne because yeah, we fucking right, done yeah. it. Yeah. Was it, is he the president? Was he? Yeah, he, yeah. He was, yeah, yeah, Rui Costa's the president. Yeah. Um, so who's everyone going? I'm going to go PSG to win. Yeah. I'm going to go PSG Benfica because I. I'm going to say Juventus. Yeah. To yeah. just scrape through. Yeah, I'm saying. It's ben. Yeah. So, or are you going, Kel? I'm going to go PSG Benfica just to throw a bit of spanner in there. Sweet. Cool. What's yours? Um, PSG Juve. Okay. Yeah. Should we go on to who we think will be top goal scorer and who will win it? I think so. And player yeah, of the tournament. So just predict all three. There. Yeah. Point doing assists because. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. I'm going to go to win it. I'm going to back. And this is sad. I think Man City might get their first one. Mm. And I think top goal scorer will be uh, probably Neymar. Neymar. In the group, he's going to run right. He's going to like. Mbappe gets more than Neymar. No, I don't think he does. I think Mbappe. Mbappe will just sub him off if he starts yeah, scoring. True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Galtier. <laughs> he wants off. I feel like Messi could step up. Nah. Yeah, but he, sit, he sits in that deeper role. He tries to not get involved as much. Obviously, he scored that shit-ass bicycle kick, but... He's, just, he's oh. so lax in this PSG team. Yeah, he doesn't even have to run. He does run. not even give a fuck. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> the way he plays. But yeah, I think uh, Man City will win. Neymar, top goal scorer. All right, we'll work in a circle. Jackie, you're next. Oh, wait, play a play tournament. Uh, Messi. So you're saying two PSG <coughs> players? Yep. You might even win it. They'll be in the final. Okay. Yeah. Right, okay. Jackie. Um, I'm gonna say Real Madrid win again. Yeah. Good I show. like it. I like it a lot. I, I was, they're just fucking winners, eh? Yeah. And that team's only gotten stronger, to be honest. Even losing Casemiro, they're still fucking strong. Yeah. Mm. Um, what are we on top goal scorer? I think. I think Salah. He he's not had the best start to the league, but he always turns up. He gets up. goals in Champions League. He, he always does. turns up in Champions League. Mm. I mean, he turns up in the league as well, but not so far. <laughs> um, play the tournament. I'm going to say I'm going to say Benzema again. Mm. Yeah. For me, everything's one team. Everything, and it's not Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> I think who's going to win oh, it would be Munich. Mane, yeah, top goal scorer. Mane, <laughs> player of the tournament. I think Mane is going to be on fucking fire. It's, for not, it's not an outrageous show. No. Yeah. They've been fantastic to start the season. No, I think Mane, now he's the main man. Now he's not got Salah to compare himself to. I feel like he's just going to fly. Yeah. yeah, that's a fair shout. We've all gone different so far, which is I good. Like it which is yeah. what the fucking Champions well, League is about. I hate to change that, but I'm going City. City, for me, will win it. And I think Haaland, top goal scorer. De Bruyne... Player of the comp. I just think they'll just... I, I think they're just going to go on a run. Their group's pretty easy. Yeah. Like, not not easy, easy, but I think... Like, I can... Like no, easy none for of, them. Yeah. No, the, none of them are that six points level. guaranteed in there. Like, in a the one-off game, I could see City beating PSG, but I know if I could see him beating Munich and... Um, what's it? Madrid. I think I think it'll be Munich um, P, uh, City final. That'll be a good final. Yeah. I don't know how the branches work out for who gets... Yeah, I think... I think that'll be the final, but I'm not sure. I I don't see the big names going all the way. Like like we're talking PSG, we're talking Bayern, we're talking Real Madrid, and we're talking City. 
I think the English teams will dominate again as they have done the few years in the past. I don't see. Chelsea I wanted to say Liverpool, but I'm trying not to be biased. Well, yeah. I think Liverpool will get yeah. far in it as they they always do. I think they'll get semis pretty comfortably. Liverpool gonna have a semi? Are we? <laughs> I've got a semi. What? <laughs> Oh, it looks like a semi. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I can't. I can't see Chelsea and Tottenham. Like I can see Liverpool and uh, City pushing in there, but Chelsea and Tottenham, like the no. way they're playing it. I like, think one other. I think one other team will get. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I think I if we sign a midfielder, we could win it. I just think Stan. I reckon it's Munich. The thing about Champions League for, as you say, Chelsea Tottenham is it's a fresh league. Uh, it's a fresh tournament. So yeah, if they're doing shit in the league, they can. they're like. This Champions League, yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's do something. Yeah, then they can drop players and move players around. So, yeah. I think the two teams I predicted to go far would be Liverpool and uh, Madrid, just because the experience each squad has over the last five years of yeah. pushing through. Yeah, I, want, I wanted to say Liverpool so bad as well. Same. I would say oh, I like Munich. I, I would say Man United, but obviously it's not an option. <laughs> <laughs> I would Next year, mate. <laughs> I'll say about the only reason I don't think Real Madrid will get to the final is because if I think they get to a final, they win. I think. They just yeah. When last they're in finals, they just know how to get it done. Last season, yeah, some like the last like round of sixteen quarterfinals and semis, they brought them all back within like the last fifteen shit. minutes. Before that, they played shit every game. Mm. So. Yeah, they're just they're a team of winners, and they their midfield now is so fucking strong. Like the fact they don't have to rely on Modric, like he yeah. can just he can take that more lackadaisical because they've got players like Valverde and Tuchemi who are doing the big running around him. Camavinga, is that his name? Camavinga in there he as well. He's so good. only thing that concerns me about City is their mentality around pushing through Champions League because they've bottled it for the last few seasons. Like I'm I not think sure. it comes down to Pep. Pep just has to fucking pull his head in and yeah. play his best team week in, week out. I think Haaland will be big for him. Yeah. I think Haaland... Like, in one-off games, Haaland shines. I don't think Haaland was brought in for the league because I feel like... They, they were getting 95-plus points in yeah. the league already. I think yeah. Haaland's a, a Champions League signing. He's, a, he's an absolute monster in the Champions League, and he'll get it done in games where they can't really score against those big teams. They have that curse against them, by the way. Yeah, the African curse. It's true. It? Yaya Torre's African curse. So Pep <laughs> fucked him off one day, <laughs> and he, he was chatting to his shaman, and the shaman put a curse on Man City that will never win the Champions League. Yaya Torre, if you're watching this, we love you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Yaya Torre, no, no Yaya Torre is a top man. Like I've only ever heard good stories. Like yeah. He goes to charity matches, and he's so much fun in the dressing room, Like gets to chat with everyone. and fucking yeah. what, Him and Colo. Yeah, well. top lads. And both yeah. such impressive footballers too. Colo, 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 Torre, yeah, 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 okay. They're both rats to me. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go then, Champions League predictions. Yeah, bold shouts based on absolutely nothing except the draw coming out. So yeah. when they come true, we're going to look like absolute geniuses. We should breeze through these game... On to our oh, we've predicted them. So. Yeah. yeah, game week five predictionos. I uh, will run through them. So we've got Crystal Palace versus Brentford at Crystal Palace. Uh, Skies has gone one all. Benny, uh, Jackie, you've gone two one. Benny, you've gone one nil. I've gone two one. I think this round of fixtures. I think I went a bit more less actual. Who I think I think I try to do a bit more rogue yeah. predictions because like the fucking league as of late has just been so unpredictable. Yeah. 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 Um, so Fulham versus Brighton at Craven Cottage. Scouser, you've gone two 0 Brighton. Benny, you've gone three 0 Brighton. Uh, Jackie, you've gone three 0 Brighton. Benny, you've gone two one Brighton, and I've gone nil. 
Um, Southampton versus Chelsea. Scassi, 3-1 to Chelsea. Jackie, 2-1 Chelsea. Benny, you've gone 2 all, And I've gone 3-1 Chelsea. That's my road That's show. A, that right? is a road show. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Leeds versus Everton. Scouse, 2-1 Leeds. Jack, 2-1 Leeds. Benny, 1-0 Leeds. And I've gone 2-0 Leeds. The That's a rough start for Franco. I think yeah. I went 2-all Leeds-Everton. Yeah, I did. You did too, sorry. I've read that wrong. 2-all. Thanks for catching me out there. Need me glasses on. Um, Arsenal versus Villa at the Emirates. Uh, Bournemouth Wolves, big man. Oh, I did. No, no I didn't. Don't get ahead of yourself, mate. You get your glasses on. What? <laughs> Bournemouth. Oh. Because oh. they're all 4.30. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, Arsenal versus Villa at the Emirates. Scousey, 2-1 Arsenal. Jack, 2-1 Arsenal. Ben, 3-1 Arsenal. And me, 3-0 Arsenal. Clean sweep there. Um, Bournemouth versus Wolves. Said Arsenal lot there. <laughs> um, Bournemouth Wolves. What am I doing? 1-0 Wolves. 1-0 Bournemouth. Oh. Who's it? For Jackie, sorry. Scassy 1-0 Wolves. Jackie, 1-0 Bournemouth. Uh, Benny, 2-0 Wolves. And me, 1-0 Wolves. 1-0 Bournemouth. That's a rogue show that. after this week. Um, <laughs> they have to bounce back, man. <laughs> City versus Nottingham at the Etihad. Scassy, you've gone 3-1 Man City. Ben, uh, Jack, you've gone 5-0 Man City. Ben, you've gone 4-0 and I've gone 2-1. All to City. Yep. West Ham versus Tottenham at the London Stadium. Uh, Scassi, you've gone 3-2 Tottenham. Jack, 2-1 Tottenham. Benny, 3-2 West Ham. Yeah, that's another rogue shirt. And me. I've gone 3-1 West Ham. Have you? Yeah. Oof. Mental. Uh, Liverpool versus Newcastle. This is a very interesting this game. It's probably match yeah. of the round. Yeah. Um, Not because it's Liverpool. It's just no bias to see him. At Anfield as well. Um, Scassi, you've gone three 0 Jackie, you've gone three one. Benny, you've gone two one. Newcastle, yeah. very rogue, and I've gone one all. Go on, Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna break the Anfield streak. Actually, to be fair, Leicester United, Leicester versus Man United is a Leicester United could go either way. Um, Scassi, you've. It's at King Power. Scouse, you've gone 2 all. Jackie, you've gone 2-1 Leicester. Benny, you've gone 3-1 United. And I've gone 1-0 Manchester United. <laughs> <laughs> so you got something to say? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you come on, Leicester. <laughs> <laughs> what was that voice? <laughs> um, the voice is gone. <laughs> just a little recap. I, we said we'd do it every few weeks or so, so I know we're deep in the podcast here, but just a little update on our scores so far and our predictions. So the way we're doing our scoring at the minute is one point for a correct result, three points for the exact scoring. So obviously if you get a win, three points, blah, blah, blah. Um, I've gone through this week and tallied it up. I let the boys know earlier this week and there was some... Uh, Nobody trusted me on my mathematics. but <laughs> um, So as it currently stands, Benny is on 11 points after three weeks. Ryan is on 14. Jack is on 15. And me, the football genius, sits at the top on 17. Oh, I like to win with a comeback, mate. So that's all that but is. to be fair, if not for that Liverpool result, I'd be right down there in the should mind. We, so. um, should we put it like, because we go for the listeners too, to create more interesting, should we do a bet for... The, um, predictions like for the what am I trying to say the tips <laughs> yeah that's what I'm trying to figure out <laughs> <laughs> you mean like a forfeit is that what yeah. you mean? No. 
I'd, so I'd, like, like Liverpool yeah. boys versus the United boys. Yeah. And then add up both scores at the end of the season. And then whichever duo loses has to wear the other team's jersey Jocks. for a podcast oh. episode. Oh. Oh. No, we're not. I'm not saying they have socks. Dirty undies. Yeah. <laughs> Do you not wear them anyway? Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, we'd yeah. do that. So if we lose, we'll wear a United shirt. If yeah. you just lose, you have to wear a Liverpool shirt. Do you, yeah. Are you just going to lend us a Liverpool shirt? Because I'm not. No, you're going to buy them. I'm not Fuck fucking that. buying But you have to buy um, an XL because that fits me, so I'll yeah. take it after you. Fuck that. I'm definitely not buying a Liverpool. I'll go to the, the markets and find a You have to borrow a cow shirt because I need some. I don't want to borrow it. Fuck that. I'm yeah. not losing Jack. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. there we go. I'm going to study every game so fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get full statistics. Where's the, oh, who's playing where? Who's Where's the gym? octopus from the fucking World Cup? Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the final. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Another long podcast. I'll we tell were, you what, we're really good at getting the exact same like time length. Yeah. yeah. We always <laughs> land on that two yeah, hour mark. Aim for an hour and a half to an hour yeah. 45. And we always go. We're just blown two, two hours. hours. <laughs> so, but yeah, thanks very much for listening, everyone. Thank you, boys, for being here. You lovely, lovely gentlemen. Lovely to catch up every week. Yep. And yeah, let us know your thoughts in the comments below. Like, share, subscribe. Yeah. Get us out there. Keep us going. Yeah, it's been a good one. Has been a good one. Well done, lads. Good to see you, boys. Yeah, see you all next week. Well done, lads.